Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi The Next Class. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. Welcome back, everybody. Hey! So for the first time since quarantine, we have a guest. We do! Her name is Jen, two N's, Ahmed. Hello! (laughs) Jen is um, a friend of mine. Just so everyone at home knows, uh, we've already been in each other's bubble. I have a small circle of friends that I do see, so we are next to each other, but we've (laughs) already been in an established bubble. Just so everyone knows, that is why we gave clearance to have a guest, so... (laughs) I also took a COVID test. Negative. Yay. So. Oh, so did Jesse. Oh, I'm the wild cannon here. Look out, y'all. <laughs> did you get the test where they like shove it all the way up there? Oh, no. Thank God. I, I did oh. the one that you can do yourself and you just got to oh. put it in the back of your throat. It's like a very tiny dick that you just have to like. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I'm jealous. Oh, wow. It sucked. <laughs> Jesse's like, I wish I could have had a tiny dick in my mouth. Oh, man. It's been my dream forever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, your boyfriend just can't make it happen. (laughs) We always ask a couple questions, but it's been a while, so we're a little bit rusty, but I think we got them down. So who are you in high school versus who are you today? Okay, so in high school, I hung out with the, as a freshman, I hung out with the sophomores. Oh. Because I was taking AP classes. Oh. But I hung out with, like, the worst kids ever. Mm-hmm. We just, every day after school, because I went to school in downtown Chicago, shout out Jones High School, <laughs> and we would go to, like, the Taco Bell subway on, like, like a major street in downtown Chicago, and we would just hang out there for, like, four or five hours, and they hated us because we would buy, like, one sandwich sandwich and then just like ruin their entire eating area was this a taco bell and a subway yes that's combo are they owned by the same company you know i feel like all fast foods like you know they put kfc's and taco bells together because this one doesn't exist anymore does it no i was gonna say i've I've never heard breaks out of the taco bell subway i think it's actually like a uh uh family planning like mm. they might do oh, abortions it, in the oh basement. well so <laughs> taco bell makes you have like abortions through your butthole so <laughs> same thing <laughs> well i will say so the wildest these were a very bad group of kids and mm. one of the wildest things that we used to do is one time we stole a box of you remember the taco bell dog that was a little bit racist because oh, yeah. oh yoki oh oh yes. oh, oh the, the chihuahua yokiro taco bell correct. okay yes yeah. correct. i was imagining a Talk about hot dog. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> well, there was a promo where you had a stuffed chihuahua and there was an entire box of those in the back room that they left unlocked. Ooh. So we just stole that. Oh, we went into the back room. Yeah, yeah, we just went wherever the fuck we wanted. There was like a pickle that we threw on the wall that was there for like four years. It was, listen, this was not... I'm sure they hated us, and I'm sure there was, like, 19-year-olds working and just being like, let those kids just do whatever the fuck they want. Who cares? (laughs) But we stole the box, and then we went on Congress in Chicago, which is a very busy – how many lanes is it? Like, four four or five? It's like it's yeah, like very least, rapid yeah. traffic. It like yeah, yeah, feeds yeah. into an expressway. Yeah. And we went and we lined the dogs up. Oh my god. On the street. <laughs> Cause we were just bad <laughs> kids. 
<laughs> little miscreant. And like watched cars run them over. Oh so my God. basically. <laughs> oh my God. And you guys, they like went up in the air and, like, <laughs> and they had they had little talk boxes in them. So oh, it was no. like, Yo, Kira, Taco Bell. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, that would have been fun. I would have done that. <laughs> Yeah, we also sold Bibles one time. It was not a good look, but, we, wow. we, we, you know. So basically, in high school, I hung out with the worst people. Mm-hmm. But so now I work for one of the biggest law firms in the world. Um, <laughs> my entire Do life. Do they know about your checkered past? No. <laughs> Thank God smartphones did not exist when I was in high school because um, there was no evidence of anything that I did. Right. But yeah, no, today I'm actually good at judging people and character. Oh. I would say and I don't have to try as hard to impress people Mm. so (laughs) I was a real manny oh oh, good okay excellent but so you probably would have hung out with Esme Mm -hmm. oh we we had a conversation about Esme (laughs) listen uh spoiler alert I'm team Esme for real yeah (laughs) listen I like Esme I'm not saying that she makes the best choices but I like Esme Speaking of that, so what is your relationship with Degrassi? Do you watch the next class or are you just an old school Degrassi? Yeah, no, I remember Degrassi was on like Channel 11, like mm-hmm. public access television after oh. school. And I think I watched it before I ever got to high school. So okay. it was like basically like this is what high school will be like, which was right. traumatizing. <laughs> and probably why I gravitated towards like mm. very high drama people because I was yeah. like, this is what it's supposed to be you would have had a crush you would have had a crush on Jay and Sean yeah, yeah. and Towers we haven't talked about Towers in a minute but anyways oh, so the Degrassi of my youth which I I remember just dropping in and like sometimes there would be like four episodes so it must have been like I think it was Degrassi from like the early 90s that was just like syndicated maybe oh okay Degrassi Junior High yes okay yes because you did know about yeah you knew about Emma's mom and and I know about Jimmy in the wheelchair Mm -hmm. and I know about Manny with the whole like you know thong and like (laughs) all that stuff there was a borscht situation Mm -hmm. that we didn't see in America Emma I think was one of them right yes okay and like yeah so I I dipped my toes but I I just I always loved drama Mm -hmm. in my adulthood I'm a real housewives bravo stan and you watch Vanderpump oh Oh, we talk about Vanderpump all the time by the way Stassi's still canceled for the record she went on Tamron oh my god did you see the interview (laughs) so bad yeah see you don't like like see you don't have to be worried about me, you, or Jesse. It's me that's like, I mean, maybe we could give Stassi a chance again. <laughs> no. Well, so, all right. When she did that interview, I was like, at the very least, she was like, guys, this is my fault. Like, I did this. I own up. To, like, I was I was like, okay, that's a good start. But <laughs> the next day, she did like a, you know, tiny little interview. She addressed it with something, some magazine, like, I don't know which one. It was like, I was totally unprepared. I was taken off guard. Tamron re- went off script. <laughs> like, no, her I didn't went hear this. Rogue is what she said. And so I was like, God damn it, Stassi. You just can't help yourself. <laughs> like, uh, no. By the way, though, Tamron Hall was the star of that interview when she was oh, like, yeah. I'm sorry. So like you dressed, you said that you were Nazi chic. Yeah. You called the police <laughs> on a black woman. Yeah. You say on your podcast that like all lives matter. So yeah. like, why are you so ignorant? And I was just <laughs> like, yes, get her. <laughs> right. 
Yikes on yikes on yikes. Also, Carly, I don't think Carly's seen the interview yet, but yeah. um, my favorite is when Tamron Hall was like, um, so why do black lives matter? And she was like, oh my God, and then yeah. she turned into a meme machine and she was yeah. like, well, all lives can't matter until black <laughs> lives matter. And I'm like, can somebody please get this 2018 rate, like, you know, woke Stassi? A primer so she's like in 2020 her diversity coach just like threw a bunch of memes at her here just say this stuff <laughs> call yourself a caring you'll be fine everyone will laugh right, yes. they'll love you again yeah no and plus we know her yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. know that she always thinks that she's right, right and then she'll do stuff to get like you know her character rehabbed yeah so it just reads disingenuous as fuck but listen <laughs> Jax has been working on himself oh. for season after season after season oh. and for some reason he's been given a pass so honestly I don't know why he's not fired oh yeah Absolutely. I don't know why either honestly if the show comes back it'll be a miracle because like who wouldn't they have to cancel at this point i know well it'll just be tom sandoval and ariana (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah anyways back to the subject where were we Uh, sorry i took us on that that bravo tangent i'll talk about it it all the time (laughs) yeah hey who would you have had a crush on of the cast? And you can go way back if you want to. Yeah. Who would you have had a crush on in high school? Because there wasn't a, I don't know if she got a good feel for any of the characters in this episode. No. Yeah. So feel free to go as far back as yeah. you want. Well, I will say from this episode, I didn't want to fuck any of them. It made me realize how much I hate teenagers. So <laughs> that's a no go. I have a little thing for Drake, but I don't think I would like Jimmy. I can't remember the boys, but if there was any guy who was really damaged and like bad, but like, you know, mm-hmm. if he, if he, if he, if you could just make him good, that's Craig? the one I would have dated probably. Craig? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Craig. Craig's one that got me. Oh Craig. yes, Craig. He's the one with the curly hair. Mm-hmm. That kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I think I would be Team Sean from Next Generation, mm. or maybe what was the black guy's name that Emma ended up dating for like a hot second? Oh. He was only a character for like a couple of episodes. Yeah, and he had the was his name Damien. No, damn it! He had head, he he wore headphones. Oh like, no, yeah, every, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she. I'm pretty sure Damien was one, but like one person. I don't think that, one, end, that guy was. But named you're talking Damien. about. Yes, the the DJ. Yes, he played the beats on her chest, yes. and he was like, "It's like this." Oh, and my I was God. like, "Oh my God, yes, play some beats on my titties." Yes, <laughs> and she told him he had fabulous taste in hats. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh my god. It, was it Chris maybe? It was Chris. It was Chris. Okay. Yes, it was Chris. Uh-huh. That's it. Yes. It was Chris. So apparently I like the same guys that that Emma does, but I would not have ended up with Spinner, so. From this episode though, I would fuck uh Esme's guy. Uh, Zig. Okay. Yeah, he se- he seemed like a good time in this episode. He's a popular character, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the only one who doesn't look like a child. <laughs> yeah, that's pro- yeah, I think that's fair. That's a fair assessment. But so on, on our Part. Is Zig your your current day then, or? Oh no! I mean the current like I don't I haven't dated anyone in twelve years. So okay. basically, <laughs> basically I think if one of them gets pregnant, mm-hmm. if that is a boy, because you know I'm a I'm a hundred percent like hetero on the Kinsey scale. I wish I loved women, yeah. but I just don't. If somebody <laughs> was to get pregnant, that kid would probably be someone that I would be attracted to because right. I need somebody who like is bored of this generation and knows how to treat women. So <laughs> all right, so. Jen's buying a condo Ooh. on Tuesday. And 
we were discussing how that is possible because of RBG. Yeah. And how like and you same for you, Jesse, because you didn't you you apparently it wasn't until RBG that women could buy shit without their like a husband or like a member of a male really? member of their family. In the eighties, you if you wanted to open like a checking account or a credit card, mm-hmm. your husband had to co-sign. As far as the eighties, like Yes. Wow. Yes. I didn't realize it was like that late into you know, time. Yes. Not <laughs> yeah. not everywhere, Damn. but st- you know how each state has their own things. But she was someone. In- so what gagged me the most is on my loan documents, it was like, Jen Ahmed, single woman, nice. <laughs> like is buying this house. And I was like, oh, I wish I could go back to the 1700s and just rub my like fucking like yes. real estate papers and be like, guess what, bitches? I'm a woman who owns property. <laughs> yeah. A woman of color. <laughs> 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 they would have burned me as a they witch. W- they absolutely would have, yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking of, do you want to explain like why we specifically asked you to be on this podcast? You oh, relate to I'm this brown? episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a you have a, you know, insight that we clearly do not. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so my last name is Ahmed, mm-hmm. which is a Muslim last name. My father is from Bangladesh and he came to this country when he was 18. He is Muslim mm-hmm. and Bangladesh used to be part of India as as well as Pakistan. But Bangladesh and Pakistan kind of broke off from India, which is more Hindu religious. Okay. And those are like the Muslim kind of places in that region of the world. Mm-hmm. So my dad, though, fucked off like when I was three. So I didn't really get raised with like Muslim religion. Right. However, during 9-11, oh boy, was I Muslim again. Yeah. To everybody else. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually had like a note put in my locker because Ahmed is like, it's basically like Smith. Mm -hmm. I think it means something like of God or something like Mm -hmm. that. Like it's it's something. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) (laughs) It was a name, the last name of a hijacker. Oh, geez. Oh, I didn't know that. And so, you know, teenage, I was, I was 15 when 9-11 happened happen and you know teenage logic you have the same name as a terrorist so you must be one too right oh my god So, you know, that was fun. Do you remember what the note said? It was basically just like, you know, you're a terrorist and like you should leave and go back to your country or die or some shit like that. And then my dad actually told me because we, you know, he left like my, he and my mom still hate each other, even though it's been 33 years and they Mm -hmm. haven't seen each other in 20 years. But he told me that after 9-11, the police came Mm -hmm. and investigated him just for having that name. So it was a very, I think we forget because it was so long ago yeah. but like mm-hmm. the Islamophobia was so high oh, after fuck, yeah. 9-11 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even for me and I because I was raised with my white mother mm-hmm. like I even I thought of myself as a white person mm-hmm. most of my life so right. to be then like seen as non-white was like kind of a mind fuck for me mm-hmm. too back then I remember right after 9-11 I worked I worked at Dunkin Donuts with this girl and a Muslim man came in and she was like, can, can you wait on him? And like ran into the back room. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what? Yeah, what do you think is going to happen? He's like, <sighs> of all the places that, ter- where, where does terrorism strike? <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts in backwards. In a world <laughs> where all the Dunkin' Donuts are under attack. <laughs> One worker, Jessica Rain Mack. 
<laughs> what the fuck, Dunkin' Donuts? Well, I'm glad you have that cooler. Otherwise, he would have oh had to blow you up. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, oh Long John. My Boston cream bombing. No. Oh, no. I, I just remember being like really young and already being like, what the fuck, guys? Like, you really are this like racist. Like, what the and, fuck? But also, like, how would you even know he was Muslim? It's not like. I mean, well, they make us wear signs, Carla. Oh, 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 like a Star of David. Yes. Oh. It's a, li- it's a little uh, uh, Quran. Right <laughs> How cute. Yeah, honestly, I can't remember, like, I can't remember the guy to be like, this is why she thought that. Yeah, but he's brown, probably. Poss- I, I don't know. <laughs> but. Well, and, like, here's the thing, like, with the caveat that I am not, like, I don't identify as Muslim. I don't claim to know a lot of the culture. But Muslims are, like, Islam is the number one religion in the world. Right. And it is in every single country. So literally a Muslim person is just, like, any type. Like, you, yeah. there are black right. Muslims, white Muslims, right. Asian Muslims. The Actually... Just, you know, to bring us down even more of a, a notch, Muslims in China are the ones that are in those concentration camps that oh. are being executed in the, oh, the I think they're called the Uyghur Muslims. Whoa. But basically, China is ethnic cleansing and re-educating Muslims. Ah. Oh, wow. I and didn't it's, know that. it's on TikTok. Yeah. If anybody's gotten into that corner of TikTok, <laughs> I, yeah. I have. Jen's in a real dark corner of TikTok that I yeah. don't even know about. I keep getting talking animals and I'm pretty happy about it. But <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I only see like, the reposts on Twitter. I don't actually use the app, so. Mm. Well, do we want to get into the episode? Were there any any other questions we had? I don't think so. All right, what are we talking about today, Carly? Today we are talking about season four, episode five, hashtag breach. <laughs> so we open with Saad mumbling his science presentation to himself as he and his sister Abra walk to school. Abra <laughs> tries to interrupt his memorization to tell him they were supposed to talk this morning. We don't know if they were supposed to Just talk in about, general. right? Yeah, I don't they didn't, <laughs> I don't have any prior knowledge to what they were going to talk about, but no. apparently they were supposed to have a conversation and he's been <laughs> mumbling this fucking science project the entire time he's been on the way to school. And she insists that if he wasn't talking to his girlfriend all night he would be memorized already but Saad wasn't talking to his girlfriend he was talking to his friend Fadi I believe that's how he's pronounced it Fadi yeah I think so yeah yeah (laughs) Abra is unimpressed with Saad texting Fadi he needs to make some real friends he was a social butterfly back home but he's been a real dud ever since moving to Canada (laughs) (laughs) well I mean he introduced himself by taking pictures of dead animals and shit so (laughs) yeah that was okay yeah (laughs) basically yes oh that's nice he had a dark streak to him (laughs) he certainly does but I mean considering his like hometown was blown up Mm. I mean I'm not surprised that he's artistically expressing himself in a dark way but clearly the students don't they don't get it have any compassion or understanding of trauma so no yes. nope yeah it's like he's he's like a goth kid but he doesn't dress goth right so <laughs> sod insists that that's because people were good back home but they're not here in canada just because the bullies and lola suck for firing him doesn't mean that everyone sucks in fact, Abra's friend Lara thinks he's cute. Saad does not have time for this, though. <laughs> Belgium was bombed, and people really hate Muslims right now. He can't focus on girls. Abra tries to be optimistic that people just hate the terrorists, not Muslims in general. 
But Fadi had his phone smashed and his bike stolen. He thinks they need to eat lunch together for safety. But Aber wants to eat lunch with her own friends and not her lame brother. He continues to press the urgency of the matter because he knows a fellow student was attacked for wearing her hijab. And she was born in this Canada. And Okay, whoa. She was born, <laughs> born in this Canada. <laughs> she was born in this Canada. <laughs> I was trying to say this country, but then I had written Canada. And I'm like, I don't live in Canada. <laughs> not in my Canada. Not in my Canada. Ah, that's right. And she the Canada was born. of this dimension. <laughs> yes. She was born in this Canada. Fun fact, I worked on the uh, travel ban case. Oh. When that first hit. Yeah. In, what was that, 2018, 2016? Yeah, I think it was 2016. Yeah, because I worked at the law firm that I work at. Does a lot of pro bono stuff, so they did uh, travel ban stuff. Because Syria was on the list, even though all of the refugees. Oh, my God. Trump was like, we don't want any. Yeah. <sighs> I love this country. <laughs> right? Can't wait till, like... We're all trying to flee America and other countries are like, yeah, we're all set America. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all can stay there. (laughs) Well, I love that Mean Girls meme where it's like, if you don't like America, you should go somewhere else. And it's like, so you agree. Yeah, right. people don't like their countries, they should be able to go to different countries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Logic. Yes. Abra reluctantly agrees to eat lunch with him, but says she's going to tell Lara that he thinks she's cute too. He didn't even say that though. He did not. He definitely did not say that. <laughs> he's She's going to get this girl's hopes up and he's going to be like, no, I actually don't. And it's going to be just like another person that hates him. <laughs> Wait, did we see Lara? In no. This no. Okay. We never see Lara. We don't know what... I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea who Lara is. <laughs> I just assume she's really young and that's weird. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but that should solve his no having friends issue. Saad enters the school to see Goldie handing out We Stand With Belgium shirts. Goldie explains about the new club that she started like two seconds ago, the Muslim <laughs> Student Association, who will help maintain safe relations for the Islamic community at Degrassi. But Saad has questions. Is Belgium supporting Muslims? Mm, not exactly, but the shirts are for everyone. <laughs> it's a combined effort along with the student council to support the Belgium victims. Abra is in. <laughs> Give me a small. Goldie says she'll get sod size and that they need to be sure to wear them for tomorrow for the solidarity photo. Sod size as Abra throws on her sweet new shirt. So what is this solidarity photo shoot? Is it the Muslim Students Association? Just a photo of them or like a photo of everyone in school? I mean, I assumed it was like they're going to line them up in the flag order. Yeah. Like as if they are a flag and then they're going to take a picture <laughs> yeah. and like post it on Twitter and be like, at Belgium, <laughs> we support you. Well, and if I if I may give the, the non-funny version, I did think that <laughs> I did. No, we don't do that. Sorry, Jen. Let's let's calm down. Well, and it, it was later in the episode, like, verified, but I, I very much saw it as this Muslim woman knowing that Muslim visibility is very important, mm, right. especially after a terror attack. You want to show that, like, we're not what you think we are mm-hmm. because, you know, I think most misinformation and most prejudice, fear comes from... From people not knowing an actual person of a group. Right. right? right. You fear what you don't know. Right. And then they make mm-hmm. up all these ideas or they hear them from other people or they're conditioned through their education to think that, you know, Muslim people are this way. But when you could be like, no, my friend Saad, well, maybe not Saad, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you can say like, oh, no, like, that's not how my friend who's Muslim is. Yeah. So, like, that's not all Muslim people. So I did, mm-hmm. I did kind of think that it was... 
going to be only the Muslims yeah. to kind of be like, we don't support terror. We love Belgian people. <laughs> so Right. We love their waffles. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would be saying probably. I'd be stupid. I've actually been to Belgium before. Oh, oh really? Yes. Yeah, I went to, I did a day trip and I went to this the uh, city of Bruges oh. in Belgium and I had some mussels in a pot and it was very nice and some chocolate. I bought some chocolate. <laughs> Got some mussels in a pot. That's a wet ass pussy. <laughs> you know how I do it. <laughs> But it was a lovely place. I didn't feel any kind of terrorist threat or anything. Right. So. Well, that's good. <laughs> Thank God. What year was it? That was like 2017. So I would, because I, okay, I never Googled. I should just Google. Yeah, I'm not sure what year. 2016? Belgium terror attack 2016? Huh, on the morning of the 22nd of March 2016, three coordinated suicide bombings occurred in Belgium, two at Brussels airport and one at the Malbec metro station in central Brussels. Mm. Yeah, and Brussels is a different, like, than Bruges mm. is, like, a smaller. It's, like, a little quiet, like, cozy town right. on the border of... I was in Amsterdam, so okay. it was a day trip from Amsterdam. Yes, 32 civilians and three perpetrators were killed, and more than 300 people were injured. I mean, that's not that many compared to, like, what happens here in America, like, in gun violence, so <laughs> why are they complaining? We do that to ourselves every day. I mean, 35 people, that's, like, who dies from, like, Dunkin' Donuts. Every- <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a drop in the terrorism bucket, <laughs> like... That's how many owner operators of Dunkin' Donuts are killed by terrorists. Oh, God. But yeah, I definitely think, like, in the U.S., there are way more victims of domestic terrorists than any other country. Anything else. We like to murder ourselves. So, (laughs) yeah. This white on white crime, I tell you. It's rampant. <laughs> I did want to say that I thought that the dynamic between having knowing nothing about mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. I thought that the dynamic between the brother and sister was actually interesting as like an allegory. I think I read too deeply. Into <laughs> that, you know, continue. No, Excellent. but I thought like, you know, it was thinking about like idealism versus operating in reality. And mm. like, she wants to live her authentic like self in a world that's not designed for her to be herself. Mm. I kind of felt mm. like. And then he He's trying to adapt to the world that he finds himself in and kind of being like, you need to like, you know, you need to assimilate and kind of like not, you know, you need to make people not be afraid of you. But also he's operating from a place of fear. So it just kind of was like, you know, she's trying to just be herself and that should be enough. And then he's like, no, you have to like hide who you are because they hate us. Oh, Mm -hmm, interesting. mm -hmm. (laughs) I like this word allegory. Nice. That's we a don't $3 use word. Big words. Uh, we, I, sorry, no, we have trouble remembering all the Kardashians' names. <laughs> I also never, know all of those. We yeah, never oh, met, we, named the third one. We never did. What, who Courtney. was it that we. Courtney. We just couldn't. Yeah. Gosh, OG. Guys. Probably spent a good 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> back and forth oh my god well i bet i bet when it comes to the kids you guys are fucked oh yeah I don't, oh no yeah. no no i couldn't name all of them they've all got at least three or four yeah oh wait i could probably name kim kardashian's kids there's north south east yeah and, no wait and west oh, there's, west there's there- <laughs> That's one. Northwest is one. Northwest is one. And then um, isn't there one that's, oh, fuck. I used to know him. 
Oh, no. North is the only Maybe, one I know. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say I did not lead you down this path. <laughs> I was ready yeah. to move on. And you <laughs> challenged yourself to this. Um, oh, God. It's not Apple. One I know of them that. is named Chicago. Oh, I should have known that one. Uh, they just call her Shy, right? Mm-hmm. It's a girl, right? I believe so. And they call her Shy mm-hmm. or him Shy. I can't remember. Okay. And then what's the other one? Saint. Saint. Wow. And then I think there's another one. They've got four? I think they have four. Oh, they had three. Carly, look it up on your on your on my device. On your device. Oh. We're sitting here with our dicks in our hands. <laughs> well, last time when we couldn't remember Courtney, we're like, we're, we want to remember it authentically. We didn't want to Google it. And yes. we just never came oh. back to it until like six episodes later. So. <laughs> North Psalm, Psalm, Saint, and Chicago. There are four, mm. though. I got there that right. There are four. Right. Damn. Okay. That's nope. a lot of kids. That's a lot of... Them, <laughs> that, them's a lot of kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I heard... I don't know if there's any uh, cuckoos that listen to this, but I heard that's what Kardashian people are called. Cuckoos? <laughs> They're called cuckoos? Cuckoos. Um, but I heard that Courtney might be pregnant again with Scott's mm. baby, even though they're not together anymore. Oh. <laughs> For a second, I thought that was the brother. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, Rob, no. No, Rob. Is oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Now we are in what I assume is gym class, and Frankie is weirdly showing Lola and Shay pictures of all the fun that her and Esme have been having wearing matching aviators and partying on Frankie's dad's yacht. (laughs) As if these pictures are not on social media for them to see anyways. So Lola and Shay are really not into it. Lola says, hashtag rich kid, and follows up with the statement, that wasn't a compliment. I don't think Frankie's ever taken them on the yacht. So like, I would be pissed too. Mm Yeah, fair. They've never talked about them partying on a yacht with with Frankie's dad's yacht. I don't know. Also, can I just say the fact that they had smartphones in gym class shook <laughs> me to my very core because <laughs> I have never paid attention to high schoolers since I left it. And that did not look, number one, didn't look like my class in gym. Oh, like, yeah. It didn't look like my school at all. And then just the fact that they have like smartphones on the gym floor. It seemed like, to be like free gym, like just stretch. Yeah, I don't, but yeah. I don't think they're all Do on, what you want. They're not all on, it's not <laughs> volleyball like they're not all on a sports team together currently yeah. so i don't know and it was like first period it had so to have been jam just free gym class do what you want which <laughs> all right remember that do what you want what you want with my body so do you do hashtag you, canceled speaking of canceled can i tell a creepy gym teacher story really quick oh absolutely all right so i hated gym and i never wanted to participate so i would always conveniently be sick or whatever mm-hmm. and i had a creepy gym teacher who used to like like to talk to you and and like stroke your arm no. a little bit uh. and he liked me and so he let me just like sit on the sidelines and never participate in gym oh, okay. and I got an A, but he had to Jeez. like touch my arm occasionally. <laughs> oh no. So. You know, Beth, uh, my sister, she never brought her gym clothes to school. So she also, she actually did fail gym class. Just, and so my brother actually, they both failed gym class. They just wouldn't bring their their clothes to school. If only Beth could have just offered up an arm to get a, get a quick stroke. She, she could have passed, but. I also don't know why gym is like something you get graded on. Oh, yeah. Right. It should just be <laughs> like, so hey, fun. you were active. Good job. Yeah. Like, well, thank I think you that for is what it is. Like, you participated. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I wonder if they could make it, you know, 
so it's like okay, all right, maybe you don't want to play the sports, but you have to you have to walk the entire period or whatever. You right. know what I mean? Like they could make it a little more easy for kids to be active and not humiliated. Oh yeah. Well, they can also explain like, "Hey, we're having gym because you have to learn how to move your body when you're an adult." Like, I just mm. think all of education, you should just be honest with why the fuck we're doing this. Right. <laughs> and, and then maybe kids will just do it because, you know, they have reason. <laughs> it's not great, yeah, but no. you can kind of reason with them a little bit. <laughs> Deductive reasoning. Okay. But they wanted her to win the breakup, not become best friends with crazy Esme. Lola continues to separate them from her as she insists that she was vlogging. Shay has track, but all Frankie does is party all the time. Shay thinks it's an insensitive time to be posting yacht pics. What with the terrorist attacks that just happened? They love her, but she doesn't take anything seriously. Yael approaches them and asks Lola if she got more volunteers for the bake sale. And they're all good because Shay got her track buds to agree to do it. Frankie is surprised to find out that the three of them are fundraising together. It was Yael's idea, but they both thought it was great. Frankie awkwardly piggybacks on Yael's mean muffin, insisting that she also makes a mean cupcake, which means good. <laughs> she also called them terrorist cupcakes, I know. which oh, I did not Lord. enjoy. <laughs> yes, no, she definitely did. So she's the Stasi yeah. of Degrassi. Yeah, she's, she's rich and white and privileged and just doesn't fucking get it. Mm-hmm. Posting pics during a uh, terrorist event, uh, yacht pics, is a very Ramona singer from Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> I just wanted to add that. <laughs> But I do want to say, if someone's making muffins and then you offer to make cupcakes, you're just one-upping. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I just didn't understand where it's like, okay, so Yael just said she makes a mean muffin. You clearly understood that meant good. So why are you you being like, I make a mean cupcake, which means good. They're good. They're good. Yeah. I mean. So awkward. Anyways, everyone is confused since when does Frankie bake? (laughs) Since always, duh. Count me in for some terrorist cupcakes. Uh. Terrorist cupcakes is a very caucasity statement to make, which is something I love to reference. Mm. But yeah. It's quite caucastic for sure. (laughs) Frankie texts Esme to say that she can't hang out tonight. She has to bake. The previous text messages, I don't know if you read, okay, are about daddy's private jet. So I'm not sure whose daddy owns the jet, but Frankie had responded that the idea was insane, to which Esme said, insanely awesome. (laughs) So I don't- Esme is definitely rich. Like her, remember her apartment? So- Yes. Esme is also rich. So one of their daddies has a PJ- I don't know which daddy. Well, I did think it was Esme's dad who had it because yeah. of the, I also read the text conversation because <laughs> I love I love to pause and read oh, the text yeah, conversation. Same, same, same. <laughs> um, love a receipt. And yeah. I did think because she was like, I, she was basically like saying something and then Frankie was like, that's nuts. And she was like, like you said, awesome. Insanely and I was like, awesome. oh, okay. So Esme's trying to get her to get on a PJ. Get on a PJ. Listen. Would we all fuck Randall to get on a PJ? No. I would. No way. Wow. <laughs> no. No way. I don't I don't dislike Randall. Carly, I PJs I would. are so bad for the environment. <laughs> Listen. Okay. I'm not gonna own one. Why can't I get on one that just happens to be going somewhere? Oh boy. Okay, wow. It's going there anyways. There's an empty seat. This was a lot easier when it was just one woke person telling me I was wrong. And now both of you are like, uh-uh. I don't like this. Now you're teaming up on me. 
Although I was more like I wouldn't fuck Randall. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I would never go on a PJ. It's circumstances, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if, if somebody approached you. But the fact that he did that prank with the cops oh, just yeah. shows what a fucking prick he is. And I'm <laughs> sure he's one of those guys who's always trying to like play funny jokes on the set of a, and it's like, we're here to work, right. sir. Mm. Can you please get your shit together and yep. stop bothering me? He's probably the type of guy who like you open the door and his balls are out and you're like, ha, I gotcha. Like that's <laughs> he definitely that's sends he dick and hot dog package pics for he does. sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. He's cut a hole in the bottom of a food product and stuck his dick in it. I yeah, mean, oh, I'm, I would guarantee, guarantee him and Lala are watching movies in the in their fucking movie theater Ugh. in their house and she goes to get the popcorn and it's like, Randall, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Hunter and Vijay are discussing who the best actor to play the Joker was. Saad hears them chatting and decides it's time to make some friends. <laughs> My name is Saad. May I sit in front of you? <laughs> Not weird at all. VJ is fine with it, but only if he can decide who the best Joker was between Heath Ledger and that old guy, Mark Hamill. Saad doesn't have the answer to that, but he's really trying and tells VJ he likes his hat. VJ scoffs that at least someone finally noticed his new hat. I can't imagine Hunter ever notices anything like that, so I don't know why VJ is oh, like. No. I also no don't think he liked that hat. I think he was trying to make friends. I think he was totally trying to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> VJ asks Saad why he's not wearing a We Stand for Belgium shirt. He's literally the only person not wearing one. My question is who the fuck put it in the budget to make all these goddamn shirts they just gave away for free? And right. also, how are they making money for the victims when the shirts were all free? And they let people take two? Oh, they took he had so an extra? many. Everyone had an extra. He gets offered a right? shirt three times in this episode, and right? they all were just like, I, here. Like, basically, they were like, here, take a shirt for Belgium. And if you come across a Muslim terrorist, make sure you give them your extra shirt, okay? And they were like, got it. <laughs> also, for the record, I just hated this whole scene, but I'll let Carly finish. Mm. But I just, as, as somebody who is oh. a Muslim last name, I just fucking hated this scene. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because I don't, I we don't really know what VJ's background is, mm -hmm. but he is a person of color. I don't, right. but like, we never find out if he, where he's from or like what his background is. Like, we don't, mm. I don't know. All right, so I'm. I just looked up the name, mm -hmm. and it says like there's an Indian actor, dancer, singer named VJ. Well, if I if I might uh, uh, yes, explain please. to you white to white women, yes, <laughs> really please. quick, because um, like Islam is a religion, right. You could be any race, and right, be a right, person. right. So even if he was a person of color who was Indian, mm -hmm. he could be Muslim. He, yeah, he could be. Yeah. So Saad tries to say that he didn't get a shirt, but VJ's got him covered. He's got an extra shirt for Baz, but Baz will have to get his own. Um, I think it's rude that VJ is giving away the shirt that he got. Yeah. That he says it's an extra, but clearly, apparently, he got it for Baz. So, like, it wasn't an extra. He got it for somebody specifically. Right. right. And own. what if they're out of medium? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't know. Wait, so is Baz Baz is Muslim? Muslim yeah. Yes. Because he's Goldie's brother. Well, the MSA should have his back then. They should have extra shirts for all the MSA I was going to say, Goldie's the one. His sister's the one that's got the shirt, so he should have literally fucking gotten one right. at home. So anyways, they are really all doubling down on this whole shirt thing. Put it on, dude. I'll hold your pashmina. <laughs> but it's not a pashmina. It's a kefia. 
Um, duh. Anyways, so I looked up what a kefia was. And so um, this is what I found on the internet because I was curious. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's the difference? I, I thought pashmina was just like a... I don't even know what that I actually is. Think so. I, thought, I didn't look up pashmina. <laughs> I think I thought that was just like a... It's a well. I worked in uh, I worked at Marshall Fields in oh. the female accessories yes. section. <laughs> a pashmina is just a long piece of fabric that you can like wrap around like an evening gown when you okay. don't want to carry like a okay. jacket. Okay, okay. So it's okay. literally just like a large scarf yeah. uh, that has like a little bit of like decorative detail. Okay. okay. All right. So he says that it is a kefia, and so what that is. As it serves as a representative of Palestine in its fight for freedom from oppression and displacement. Arafat made the kefia a national symbol of justice for Palestinians. Today, the kefia is more than a scarf. It is a Palestinian badge and political fashion statement. Mm, all right. So what so is... So interesting that he is he is definitely down with the political statement. That's what I'm saying. You know. I was like, later, he's like, it is a political statement. And I was like, wait a minute, but when I did some Googling, you're already wearing a political statement. Well, maybe maybe that's why it's so like... He's so even aware of the fact that yeah. this is a political statement because he's wearing one already. Yes. So. Okay. I will say, though, like in a lot of those countries from my very limited knowledge, mm-hmm. like sometimes it's just cultural and you don't even really understand mm-hmm. that it's political, mm-hmm. especially because who said Assad? Assad so, was yeah. a dictator. So he basically could have just been like, we wear these because mm-hmm. we don't support, you know, the Israeli occupation mm-hmm. of like Palestine or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he might not even know why he's wearing he it. He might not. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I thought there was a lot of layers. I was like, yeah. that's so interesting. <laughs> but you know what this whole this whole episode reminds me of? I don't know if you, you might not have been in high school when this happened, Jesse. Because I think actually you guys are like the same age. Mm-hmm. Do you all, do y'all remember um, Coney 2012? Yes. And then yeah. also Save Darfur? Yeah. And like all the high schoolers were all about the shirts and and the saving of Darfur. And, and I remember, because I never wore any of them, because I was like, well, I don't know anything about it. Right. No one's explained it to me, so I'm not going to jump on the, like, I mean, I could have done Weird. research. <laughs> I'm not going to jump on this bandwagon of saving Darfur or, you know, wanting to murder Coney, even though people thought that the fucking LeVar Burton was Coney. So. <laughs> I don't remember that. You I don't? don't? I don't no. remember that. Oh, because they were, like, people, like, made memes where they took LeVar Burton oh, from no. from uh, he was he was in Predator. Yeah, remember that the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> oh movie Predator. God, so he crazy. was like in that movie as a soldier, mm. and they were taking that picture and being like, <laughs> like get Coney, look at him, and it was <laughs> like that's Lavar Burton. No, <laughs> reading so, Rainbow. So oh, are, are, no. are you that much younger than me? Fuck, I'm 31. <laughs> And yeah, because you were born in 85. Yeah. So was Jesse. Yeah. Okay. So that was Coney 2012, I remember. Yeah. yeah. And I actually got paid to watch it because I was working, I was working in a law firm. Well, no, I was working for a guy who owns a bunch of buildings in mm-hmm. River North in Chicago. He had his own mm-hmm. attorney, general counsel, mm-hmm. that I worked as an assistant for. And one day he came, we, he came in and he's like, Have you heard of Co- Coney 2020? And I was like, No. Mean 2020? <laughs> Coney's back. <laughs> oh, no. not be surprised not be surprised guess who's back back again coney's back (laughs) tell some friends (laughs) okay well (laughs) are you gonna make that meme with lavar bird 
Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So, Cody 2012, though, he was like, have you heard about this? And I'm like, no. And he's like, okay, I need you to come into my office right now. And I need you to no. watch this whole video. How long was it? It was like 45 oh minutes. Oh, and then he was like, and we can buy these kits and all this stuff. And oh, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. But, like, you should do that if you'd like to. <laughs> Did you get oh – but you got God. paid to watch this video. Oh, I was on the clock 100%. Right. So I was like, fucking fine. <laughs> yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was upset about, like, the children being kidnapped and all of that right. stuff. Like, I was not down with that. I'm really surprised, Carly, that you did not as a – White woman. Listen, <laughs> no. You come on now. I think you should know that I often make up my own mind about things. <laughs> no, totally. But you, it was such a linchpin moment. It was yeah. such like everybody was like outraged. Yeah. That like. Oh, yeah. You know. I forgot. I wasn't in high school for that. I was, in fact, here in Chicago because it was 2012. I moved to Chicago in 2011. But I remember. That's why when you said that, I was like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was. I think Save Darfur was when I was in high school. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know what happened to Darfur. Is Darfur Okay. Anyone know? <laughs> nope. Is Darfur a country? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm going to Google it. I'm very not good with, with knowing these details about different countries. Like, I feel geography and yeah. <laughs> I just don't. Let's save Darfur. Oh, it's <sighs> it's a lot. It's a lot of information to keep Correct. all straight. Oh. So I let people have those discussions and I just hang back. See, I just, I'm the same with you, Jesse. Like, I just don't talk about it. There's enough yeah. shit going on in America and it's hard enough to keep track of that. Is, wait, yeah. is Darfur still going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, like the Googles, but like Darfur. Okay, oh, what's, is, although violence is still occurring in Darfur, like Darfur is, <laughs> oh wait, it's, Darfur, Sudan. Oh, okay. So Darfur is a city. But I think it's just funny that what what people also ask, is Darfur still going on? <laughs> oh, why is there fighting in Darfur? What is going on in Darfur? Who is fighting in Darfur? Anyways, sorry. Oh, boy. Is it Darfur? Is it? Is it <laughs> Never mind. We don't I mean, <laughs> I'm probably fucking it up for sure, but... You just like, you keep on saying you gotta Darfur. Change how you say it, it every like time. Darfur. Like <laughs> sounds like a Simpsons character. What Darfur? <laughs> oh jeez. I don't know. Oh no. Oh no. I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, no, I didn't jump on those bandwagons in high school because I needed more information. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you, Carly, Thanks. because it's very easy to get swept up in things as <gasps> they have on Degrassi. It sure is. So. <laughs> they they do it all the time. I know. It's- I just want to say I love that two seemingly non-Islamic people are basically like telling this. Muslim person yep. mm-hmm. that he needs to like you know do this right oh uh, yeah I mean are we surprised no it's just not a good look it's not a good look <laughs> but Saad says he's not going to wear the shirt because people die from terrorist attacks every day Hunter and VJ misinterpret what he's saying as meaning that Belgium victims don't matter and he's pro-terrorist. Saad tries his best to disengage by saying that he should be steadying. But when they press that he may in fact be pro-terrorist, he loses his cool and starts ranting in Arabic, storming off and throwing the shirt in the garbage. A girl in the background can be seen filming as everyone looks jarred. She was ready with that camera. 
She's like, something's going down. I gotta, I gotta she get sure this. She sure as shit was. <laughs> it was like, he's not gonna put on the shirt. Better get out my camera. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm on Saad's side, just saying. Oh, yeah. I totally, this has always been the way, like, I've felt for a long time is like, we only make a big deal out of like when primarily white countries get attacked. So 100% sod makes total sense. Well, and I just hate this like false equivalency that we have as a society where like you have to pick a side and you mm-hmm. can only be like, you have to be like pro terrorist or pro people like, right. that you died. know, that got died. That died. That got died. <laughs> that got died. There's no <laughs> nuance. There's right. no way that you can understand like one thing and another thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I also hate that shit that people do where it's like, well, I don't like this because it's more complicated. And they're like, oh, so you're pro-terrorism yeah, then? Right. And it's like, well, fuck off now. I don't want to have a conversation right. with you. Because what is, well, how does terrorism begin? And it's like, mm-hmm. terrorism begins because, you know, countries like America go like to go stick their nose in businesses that's Terrorize not them first. A lot of the time. Mm, just yeah. a wee little bit. We don't like to talk about that now, do we? Mm. <laughs> We're all getting canceled. Yep. <laughs> Listen, this is this is probably the last time anyone's going to let me talk in front of a microphone. So I got to say all the things. Get it all out. Yeah. But yeah. No, I mean, this is this has always been my stance. So I was just like, once Saad said it, I was like, yeah, exactly. Right. And this but. is the unfortunate thing for the whole entire episode is that he cannot, he cannot like he can't verbalize what he's right. thinking. You know what I mean? No. Like we know what he's trying to say, but he just keeps fucking it up yeah. the way he says it. Yeah. Right. And so if nothing else, I would like to speak for Saad today and just be like, yes, I understand what he was trying to say. The optics were not great though no. when he just like, you know, did that. But yeah, no, that ranted and threw the shirt away. Like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you, Belgium. I know, right? It's not a good look. It's not, listen, this is not how you make this point, sir. I know. <laughs> It was so perfect for that he's ranting in Arabic and you're like, yeah. oh no, no one knows what you're saying. Right. I also was telling Carly I wish they would have subtitled yeah. that for us. Yeah. But I, you know, also I'm... learn the language. So, you know, mm. I'll take I'll take the note on that. Lazy American. <laughs> That's duly noted. So your da- your dad speaks Arabic or does he speak a different My language? dad speaks like five languages, but they're all different like Jeez. regional dialects like of, you know, mm-hmm. India and stuff like that. Right. Um, okay. I know there's so many languages in India. Right. And I say India and I mean like original India, which has yeah. like Pakistan and, and Bangladesh in it. Okay. I use that as a catch-all term and also to catch Carly off guard, which I tell her that I'm Indian <laughs> and she's like, I thought you were from Bangladesh. Oh man, actually that's the that's the funny thing of okay, so when I for, I like I swore I mean Jen had a conversation about this. When I first met her and she was telling me about herself, I had I swore that she had said she was half Indian. And so I was like, Okay, cool, no problem. And then when I introduced her to the guy the, the Indian guy that I dated and I was like oh and Jen is you know half Indian and Jen was like Bangladeshian and I was like okay. <laughs> I was also wasted <laughs> for the record. we were at the beach it was fucking July <laughs> and we went to the Olive Garden <laughs> we sure did afterwards oh my goodness and that nice Indian man first Sweet. had fettuccine Alfredo for the first time he did you're right he had never had it. oh wow yes. Wow. He's married now. Well, good for him. Yeah. 
It was like he got married like like honest to God, like two months after sliding in my DMs and being like, I have a rooftop pool now. Like we should smoke weed and swim in the pool. And I was oh, like, damn. oh, sure, that sounds great. And then like it just it didn't ever happen. And then like two months later, it came up on my Facebook that he got married. And I was like, yeah, that had to have been arranged because it happened really quickly. I'm like, you were sliding in my DMs. Two months later, you're fucking married. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I dated that Costa Rican guy who was here in Chicago with me. And then two weeks later, he got engaged to somebody else. And I was like, okay. And then he got married a month later. And I was like, well, I guess he couldn't figure out that citizenship shit. So <laughs> life comes at you fast. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Because I remember I remember asking that guy, uh, I was like, do your parents know that you date white women? And he was like, why would they need to know that? And I was like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. None, yeah. None, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, Carly. Sometimes you can't hear what people are saying. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm a secret. <laughs> yes. Because he was from India, mm-hmm. I said I was from Bangladesh. Yes, yes. Because so he would have known. Because he would have known, yeah. But because it was Carly, I was just like, she won't know where Bangladesh is. I'll just <laughs> I'm not saying I know or knew where Bangladesh was, but I would have known yes. that they were two different countries. And I will say, after knowing Carly now, okay. that if I would have told her that I was half white, half Bangladeshi, she would have remembered it. Oh, I would right. have. So <laughs> I apologize <laughs> for judging you. That's right. Prematurely. <laughs> you may not drink my white tears. They are for me and for me alone. <laughs> I can't believe that I just got a person of color to apologize to me on my podcast. <laughs> this is a great episode. Am I just snorting? <laughs> Honestly, though, that apology is only for my white half, so don't get too comfortable. Fair. I accept. I accept. Okay, where were we? (laughs) Zoe and Rasha are in the student council area. Zoe is brainstorming more ideas to make money for Belgium, while Rasha is distracted by her phone. All consumed, Zoe asks Muslim Rasha if she's mad at her. (laughs) Because it's not like Rasha could be upset about anything else right right now going on in the world. (laughs) It's such a white person thing to be like, are you mad at me? Sorry. (laughs) But actually, Zoe is Hispanic. Yeah. Oh, okay. White presenting. Yes. Sorry, white presenting. Yes. Besides, whiteness is made up anyway, so all y'all are white. (laughs) Wait, what? I'm a social construct? I just, like, disappear. I was about to say, Carly's fading now. (laughs) It's like that Back to the Future picture, but in real life. My thought was like uh, Endgame where, oh wait, is it in, I don't know. Anyways, one of the Marvel movies where it just disintegrates. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know which one it is. Good luck. (laughs) Rasha says that she's just tired, but Zoe assures her that they can talk about anything. Rasha admits that she spoke to her ex-girlfriend Samira last night and was up all night doing so. Zoe's confused because she thought Rasha wasn't out in Syria, but Rasha admits that it was her secret girlfriend. Rasha also admits that she was the one to message her because she's in Belgium and she wanted to make sure that she was safe. Totally understandable. 
totally <laughs> understandable. And also something you'd want in a partner, right. someone who has Compassion. a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And just for all the listeners out there, yeah. if you are dating someone and they just talk mad shit about everyone they've oh, ever yeah. had a relationship, that is a red fucking flag mm-hmm. because that means that they blame them and not themselves for anything and they didn't learn a goddamn thing from oh. those relationships. Okay. If a man says, all my exes are crazy... Run away. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. So hear me out. Oh, no. Because I'm not going to say that I don't agree with that statement. I, too, yeah. would find it to be a red flag if a man was like, all my exes are crazy. Mm-hmm. However, I talk a lot of shit about my exes. Does that mean I'm a red flag? I mean, you have had some shitty exes who, like, cheated on you and shit. So yeah. that's understandable. But if someone's just like, all my exes are crazy, and they, like, don't have a legitimate reason like they don't you know if they cheated on you something like that that's totally understandable to like disparage them but okay I just wanted to make sure that I was there are a lot of uh, men out there who like are terrible boyfriends and then their girlfriends react and they call them crazy and write them off. Yeah, so. the last yes. the, yeah, the last guy I dated, he was a big one on saying that like all of his exes were crazy. And then it was like, oh, no, you're just you're infuriating. So <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. why that's well, why they're crazy because you made them crazy. And I will say, though, Carly, like we've talked about this, like mm-hmm. in those re- you are a different person now than you were mm-hmm. in those other relationships. True. And I think that you're able to say, like, I've changed and worked on the things mm-hmm. that like allowed those people in my life and Mm -hmm. I think that's a different way that's a healthier way to talk about it rather than just being like they are bad they Mm -hmm. were crazy they did all these things to me and not owning any part of it and not like being like oh you know I could have been better or you know I was in a point in my life where I was attracted to chaos because I was trying to work out some shit Mm. you know what I mean so there's a way to talk about it right but if especially when you're young if, you, if a guy is like, oh, yeah, every girl I date is just like a crazy bitch who's obsessed with me. That means mm. that he is going to withhold emotion from you. Oh, yeah. And that when you then are like, wait, why are you different? He's going to call you crazy and mm-hmm. then tell everybody. And then you're going to end up uh, yelling outside of his house at uh, oh my God. midnight. And <laughs> This is – okay. So there this is why – okay. Because the guy that I am currently dating, when I brought up like – I got tr- I got triggered because basically his phone like the whole time we'd been hanging out like for you know weeks or whatever mm-hmm. he hadn't his phone never really blew up and then there was just one night where it was just like text after text after text mm-hmm. which is my phone all the time to yeah. be quite honest but it it wasn't ever his phone so all of a sudden I just got like paranoid and triggered that I was like who's texting him it's got to be a girl because like that's my that's my history right it's is your like trauma. Men, yes my trauma is that men that I have dated every time they were getting blown up it was women that were texting them because they were cheating on me so <laughs> i you know had this like freak out and i was like talking to my gal pals about it and they were like why don't you just talk to him about it and i was like is that an option I didn't know. Okay. And so <laughs> how I approach, like how I like basically was like, I want to talk to you about something. I'm like, you didn't do anything wrong. But like, I just need to, I was like, I was like, I need to explain my crazy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I explained this all to him and he handled it so well and made me feel so validated mm-hmm. and didn't freak out about Aww. it. Cause like, that's how I feel like most men like double down on shit like this where they're like, yeah. I'm allowed to get text messages. Cause like, obviously I wasn't saying like, mm-hmm. You're not allowed to talk to anybody. I was just like this. I just need to tell you how I felt. And he just, he he listened and he was like, 
well, I could like make sure my phone's on vibrate. And I was like, you don't have to do that. I'm like, it's not even like that. Right. Like, but I'm like, I just needed to tell you that I was feeling crazy. But like, because you've validated my feelings, like, I, need I, to be crazy. <laughs> I feel better and I'm not going to be crazy anymore. Right. Because the way exactly. you handled it was like you had nothing to hide because you don't have anything to hide. Yeah. Right. Which is honestly what fucking Zoe should have done instead mm-hmm. of just freak the fuck out mm-hmm. in this situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, Zoe's really struggling right now. I know. And I feel bad because we always do this where we're like, why didn't she just do this? But they are high schoolers. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I did not have the language no, I, at that no age no, to have that. I ended up, uh, even into my college years one time, getting a bunch of gallons of milk and some eggs and decorating my ex-boyfriend's car. And that was my crazy. That was the last crazy That's your cross to bear. Listen, oh I had two... I had two Esmes basically as friends and they were like, let's fucking go and do it. All right. So, but I will say he acted as a gentleman. He never freaked out about it. He never told our mutual friend that it happened. Mm. He took the L because he knew that he was in the fucking wrong. Right. And he got his car washed and then he fucking lived his life like a G. So shout out to him. He actually handled it appropriately. And I will never do that. <laughs> Lesson learned. I can't remember if I've done anything wild like that. I wish you would put a Yokiro Taco Bell in his tailpipe. <laughs> right? Oh. I'm friends with all friends. I say friends because like- Friendly, whatever. I dated a lot of people from like around- New England and like I moved so many times so like most of my like I don't actually have any local exes so all your exes live in Texas (laughs) yeah (laughs) so we're friends on Facebook like Mm -hmm. each other's you know oh you had a baby all my exes have babies and wives and shit and often got married shortly after me. Oh, you, you <laughs> well, you fo- dodged a fucking bullet. It sounds no, like Jesse. Right. You fostered them until they got their forever home. That's what it is. <laughs> you fixed them. Well, I was I was never into marriage, so I was like, fly free. There you go. Yeah, Jesse doesn't want to get married. So you want marriage? I'm good. Move on. on Why so. wouldn't you want an institution that's rooted in you being the property? <laughs> that's weird. You know what? <laughs> but so, anyways, like I have. You know, no issues with all but one ex, and that ex was a complete shithead. So, like, you know, whatever. And same for him. He has, like, I'm friends with some of his exes. We went on vacation with one of his exes and her boyfriend. So, like... Oh, Johnny? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that was one of his exes. That you, oh, okay. Yeah. That's a very from Kardashian like, move, by the from way. From, like, high school. They dated in oh, high school. Oh. And now they're, like, very good friends. And I'm very good friends with her. So, like, we have, like... 99% positive feelings towards our exes and yeah. that made me feel good you know like mm-hmm. and it made me feel good that all but one of his exes are cool with me right and he just doesn't know any of my exes because they don't live here so I think all my exes are cool with me you know up up even even up to the point where uh as I told you guys, I, I don't remember if I told you, Jen, but one of my exes from my, you know, early, early 20s slash late teens sent me a message the other day that I really didn't <laughs> want, which was, uh, yeah, was, well, I was just taking a walk and, and then sent me a picture of my parents' gravestone. What? And was like, said a prayer for your parents. I always have good uh, feelings about you. Like, hope you're well. And I was like, 
why would you send me this? Like, what yeah. is this emotional intelligence, a two? Yeah, it's <laughs> not It's not great. It's not great. Oh, I was like, boy. what if I was at work and mm. all of a sudden I burst into tears because you sent me a picture <laughs> of my parents' fucking headstone? Like, wow. no trigger warning or anything? What? Like, How about you ask first, Dick? Right, before, instead of just sending a picture of my parents' grave. Gravestone. The only thing triggering about it was that it was like, oh shit, we never got dad's death date engraved on it. So guess what, y'all? My dad's still alive! Oh, no. TBD. You should just get TBD on that. Right? Phil lives! Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah, so that's, where, that's who my exes are. Well, I, I mean... I told you guys the kind of people I hung out with in high school. They were juggalos, by the way. I forgot to mention that they were also juggalos. That's that's all we needed to know. (laughs) And we also, they used to play Bloody Knuckles all the time because it was was mostly boys. God, no. I remember going to Good Times Roller Skating Rink and kids and playing Bloody Knuckles. Wow. And one of of the boys we hung out with, Javi, I don't think he came from a very good home, but of course we're all teenagers, so we're like, Javi, you smell. And he got gangrene from his bloody oh, knuckles oh. because he, he like they actually like like busted open and yeah. he never like cleaned them, cleaned them. Oh. and then he ended up getting gangrene and luckily he didn't get it after get anything amputated oh, yeah. but um I, I dated a guy an east coaster mm-hmm. uh shout out I met him in uh, Daytona Beach Florida mm-hmm. when I was 17 years old went down there we dated very intensely. First guy who ever, you know, went downstairs hey. when she was on her period. Whoa! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Earn those red wings, baby. Okay. I, I told him, and he was like, I'm here for it. Wow. Yay. Um, so That's next level. For, he was iron deficient, but not anymore. Listen, Jen, Jen apparently, the vampire's lover. <laughs> Oh my. But he ended up, we dated very intensely for the week, the spring break week we were there. And then he went back home and we kept in touch over MySpace and talked on the phone all the time. Uh And then we broke up and he threatened to throw himself in the Hudson. Oh my God. And I said, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Wow. Wow. Yes. So I have dated some really fucking insane people. I just assume that everyone dies the second that they stop talking to me. Mm-hmm. But I do have, Carla, I think you have this too. Your pussy's a little bit of a boomerang. Like they'll leave, but then oh, they'll, they'll come, come back, back around. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh my God. Oh. So many texts like, I'm so sorry. I should have treated you better. And it's like, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what you get when you don't change your phone number, though. I know I've had the same <laughs> I've had the same phone number since yeah seventh grade since I've since I've had a phone. So yeah, I don't think I've ever changed my phone number. Having the same phone number is good for the the boomerangs. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> I'm just gonna try this. Also, the, aud- the audacity of men to mm. just be like, I treated this girl terribly, and I haven't even talked to her in 12 years. But I'm just gonna shoot my shot. Like, <laughs> why, sir? I'm just gonna send her a picture of her parents' gravestone. <laughs> just like, what? Just give it a whirl. See how that see how that plays out. Oh, oh boy. Car- so you didn't offer to suck his dick then? Well, you know he's not here. He's back home. <laughs> that was the only reason. Yeah, that's it. That's the only reason. We'd be married now, you know, with, with you know, 2.5 kids and a white picket fence. 
If it wasn't for the states that were between us, why? Oh, man. <laughs> My apologies to Ohio. Thank you. <laughs> Liz, why must you separate us lovers? Zoe isn't mad because she could understand why Rasha would want to check in on her. She's actually being pretty cool about the whole thing. Mm. Did you think that was real, though? Her she face, was trying. Her face she gave it away. Trying, <laughs> but Rasha wants to make sure it's okay if she keeps talking to her until things settle down. What what would she have done if she said no? I don't know. She would have done it anyways. <laughs> I hate when people ask questions. Like, you're going to do it anyway. Why are you asking my permission? Yeah. yeah. So Zoe's like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> There's no problem. It's super chill. Zoe definitely learned her, like, her face game from her mom. Oh, yeah. Remember when her mom was like, it's cool that you brought a girl to my <laughs> wedding. <laughs> this is just a phase. <laughs> she is her mother's daughter. Okay, now we're in science class with Mrs. Badger. Woo! Okay, can I just show you? Yeah. I am a hundred percent that teacher. By the way, I oh, wrote no. this down. We love Mrs. Badger. We stand <laughs> Mrs. Badger. We don't see her very much, but she's fucking great. Saad enters and sit ne- sits next to Lola, even though she thinks he's a thief. There is nowhere else to sit. The Queen, Mrs. Badger, enters positively psyched about black holes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and she's not talking about cafeteria food. <laughs> oh, Ooh. Mrs. Badger is always quacking. Quacking wise? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Cracking wise? But she is also quacking wise. <laughs> I love a pun. A punstress. I love a punstress. Oh, boy. Oh, she, and she is the queen of them. Oh, man. It's presentation time and Lola is up. Not a problem, except Lola cannot find her cue cards for her presentation. She somehow managed to write a presentation on cards, but can't remember a single thing she learned about the subject without (laughs) her note cards. She's freaking out that she's going to fail, but Saad offers up his own cue cards for her to use. Okay, why did he... He spent all that time memorizing his presentation, and he still had cue cards... But also, like, were they all doing the same topic? Yes, I Is have he questions. Did I have to do an entirely new topic? Right. That was my. I was like, what's he gonna do? Is he just gonna be like, oh, I didn't do my homework? Right. Or is he gonna go up there and make the same Milky Way joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I was like, girl, you're gonna take his notes fresh, and like, right. I've done comedy before. Oh yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna say the jokes he wrote in. Also, he wrote his <laughs> jokes like mm-hmm. he he did the punchlines on well, the cue cards. He knew Mrs. Badger loves a good food joke, so he sure does. He was pandering to her. You absolutely, and I think it would have worked. <laughs> he would have gotten an A plus for sure. You know what? I did not know that nuance because I'm not an avid viewer, but that 100 percent makes sense. But also, like, fuck yeah. her for stealing that joke. Like, make your own fucking joke up. Like, that's his joke. Yeah. But yes, did he fail? Yeah. Like, are they, no and also, are they all giving presentations on the exact same topic? Yeah. Like, how many times can you hear about this thing? About the Milky Way? <laughs> it's not, it's not like it's it's a subjective subject where, like, every person's going right. to have a different opinion about how the Milky Way is constructed. <laughs> And uh, the first subject is, or actually, this is the same subject is Milky Way, which I think is a disgusting chocolate bar. Oh, that's my hot take. It's the worst. 
I like the like the ones you get at Halloween that's just like a snack size or whatever. Oh yeah, like it's good for a small thing, but I don't want a whole Milky Way. Bar. I've never in that's my just... life seen anybody be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get a whole Milky Way bar." What? <laughs> so okay, Here's are you thing. here to defend the Milky no, Way? No, no. But I will say that it is preferable to the Three Musketeer, which is just a Milky Way bar without. Oh caramel. yeah, no, you gotta have the caramel. Mm. I don't know. I think Three Musketeers are kind of garbage. It's all nougat. Yeah. Do, do, does, yeah. do people want like 98% nougat covered in chocolate? No, I would, if I'm going to even head in that direction, I go all the way Charleston Chew, mm-hmm. which I don't think is nougat. I don't know. It's no. marshmallow. Marshmallow. <laughs> yes. Mm. I'm a big Charleston Chew fan. Lola accepts the cards and presents on the Milky Way. So we are at Hollingsworth Manor. Frankie is looking like a dumbass, turning the KitchenAid on high to mix her cupcakes, getting batter everywhere. Hunter enters screaming at her to turn it off, but apparently she has no idea which button she literally just hit to turn it on, and she says she can't. Hunter just unplugs it. I wonder if she's, like, when she goes to turn it on again and she plugs it back in, it's just going to fucking start going crazy again because she never turned it off. And also, like, Frankie, take a step, like, two feet back you mm-hmm. are in the world's biggest kitchen like get out of the splash zone she looks like she's like in a bukkake oh, no. film yeah she was like oh no on? oh no all this batter oh like, make it stop. stop Frankie change your position you can make this stop. I just I don't understand how you don't know that like you that the button you just hit just hit it back the way you anyways whatever listen her trauma response is obviously freeze true so. oh 100 <laughs> so clearly frankie is stressed shay and lola are going to be so pissed at her because she can't bake hunter wants to know why she doesn't just buy some stuff and pass it off as her own like mom used to literally nice but <laughs> frankie's trying to prove she's got more capabilities than just spending money However, Frankie didn't realize that her mom was buying baked goods all those years. Hunter is like, yeah, and no one hated her for it. Although I am, I would, I would go on to say that I'm sure they hated her for plenty of other reasons because she's an awful parent. So we've actually seen her and she sucks. Well, I was going to say, and Carly knows this because she knows my therapist, Frankie needs my therapist because Mm. my therapist is actually like super rich. She has like Mm -hmm. nine houses. And (laughs) when I started like getting more comfortable in my job and earning more money, she, Mm -hmm. her always, her thing was me. She was like, you know, you could pay somebody to help you with that. Right. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, that's why rich people have their shit more together is because right. they can pay people to do stuff for them. So, have you seen those lists of like it's so expensive to be rich, and then it lists off like you have to pay your maid and your personal chef, and it's like yeah, but oh my god, none right? Of those things are necessary because <laughs> like, yeah, if you were if you weren't rich, you would just do it yourself, right? So like so. it's not that it's it's expensive to be rich; it's expensive to hire out all your personal chores. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's expensive to have to maintain a house that has five thousand rooms. <laughs> right? <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna clean that on a Saturday afternoon. Like that would suck. <laughs> Anyways. But she definitely has a maid because she's not cleaning that fucking kitchen. Oh, yeah, no. We don't really ever see their maids, but they must have them. They Oh, definitely. Clearly. Esme enters with Zig, which confuses Frankie because she sent her a text saying that she couldn't hang out because of the baking. But Esme thought she was joking. But she is surprised that she didn't ask her for help. Frankie feels like she was doing her a favor by not having her join in on the shit show. But Esme feels strongly that her and Zig are kitchen masters to Frankie's kitchen disaster. (laughs) The little white privileged Frankie says, You'll help me? 
even if it's for a boring fundraiser. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. This is why everyone should be mad at yeah. you, okay? Not Sod. Everyone should hate Frankie right now because she's making terrorist cupcakes <laughs> while Sod is just feeling bad because there are multiple countries terrorized, right. like, basically daily, so. Also, I just want to say she 100% should have bought them because you know my philosophy on this. You, when you don't know how to do something, yeah. you pay people for their labor. <laughs> Nobody wants your shitty cupcakes if you really give a fuck. <laughs> about you know the fundraiser go buy some fucking cupcakes and then go on the pj with esme and like this whole thing you know could have been avoided right especially because people are gonna buy those cupcakes from you and if Clearly. they suck it's like buy 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 like a fucking croaking bush that's like worth like seven thousand i'm sorry i'm sorry what a, a what bush? oh my god you guys a croaking bush <laughs> guys Okay, I'm gonna need both of you to Google it. Okay, because no, I, it cannot. It cannot be like, described. In, no. Okay, so it was. Oh God! I had some croak in my bush last night. <laughs> okay, so it's these little balls. Okay. Of like they're like donuts, kind of, uh-huh. and you like put them in this like caramel sauce, and you basically it's made by the same guy who made the cronut. Okay. 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 So you basically stack them into like a cone shape that looks like a tree and then it has like little pieces of like caramelized sugar all over it. It's it's fucking great. And I think in the early, maybe in the mid 2000s, late 2000s, celebrities used to give them to each other for gifts. So it'd be like, oh, we're having a baby shower. Get a croquembouche. Oh, she's having this. Get a croquembouche and send it over to her house. A croquembouche. Wow. (laughs) I would like to try a croquembouche and a turducken. Well, you know what, Carly? Maybe I'll get you one. Oh, can you give me a croquembouche for Christmas? Honestly, I could. <laughs> I'm the Frankie of our friends. Oh, my God. Just she is. She is the Frankie of our friends. Except I never fucking say terrorist cupcakes. No, you wouldn't. Uh, and then can you have them write on it, Coney 2020? <laughs> yes. Hold on. Carly, write that down. I'm going to need help getting that. Then we'll put it on our Instagram. It'll be perfect. Saad calls Aubrey in to help him with dinner and also to scold her for drinking soda before dinner. Someone knocks at the door and Saad is surprised to see that it's Lola. She wanted to thank him. Saad is pretty humble about it. He doesn't think it was a big deal. But Lola does, and she feels even more awful because she knows he didn't steal from the restaurant, and she didn't know how to say sorry. Uh, And he can have his job back if he wants it. He admits that it would be a big help, and they shake hands on their friendship and the work agreement. When she said, I wouldn't have done that because I'm a Virgo, as someone who has a lot of Virgo friends, I was like, I 100% realize what the hell she's trying to say. (laughs) And for the record, as a Capricorn, I also would never give someone else my notes. Like, sucks to suck. but Oh, I would. I certainly wouldn't. If I get the project done... There's no way. Yeah. Because I would, it would have been really hard for me to actually complete a project. <laughs> yeah. I think like, I guess, okay, here's my stance on it. It's like, if everyone was presenting on the Milky Way mm-hmm. and I had literally, like, I feel like I, I could have written presentation notes, but like, I probably wouldn't have needed them. Mm-hmm. So like, if it was, we all did the Milky Way. Sure. You can borrow my notes to say the exact same facts that I'm going to say, but yeah, don't steal my fucking Milky Way chocolate bar joke. The fuck? <laughs> I'd be like, hey, you can use these, but that fucking joke, mine. Yeah, that's not mine. a fact. That's going to get me the A. That's going to get me the A. For <laughs> Mrs. Badger, yes. Oh, yes. when she said his joke, I was very triggered because I was like, what is this, Carlos Mencia? Right? <laughs> like, Stealing make your jokes. own fucking joke. 
asshole. Also, let's before I was worried that you were gonna say white women, but Lola is also Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> She's Argentinian. She said that in this she episode. She did. She did. Yeah. <laughs> Though you know what, a lot of Germans after World War II went to Argentina, so that's mm. all I'm saying. Oh. Argentina was full of Nazis. Ooh. Oh. Not a lot of good one to do. Also, do we know what sa- sa- sad sad sad? Do we know? What, do we know what his sign is? He is no sad, clue. but he's, <laughs> his name is Sod. Sod. No clue. No clue. Yeah. Okay. I feel like they probably made up birthdays and stuff for them. I know they did with the original, like the next generation. I feel like yeah. I've seen their birthdays listed on their character yeah. description. I don't know. I don't know if they've gone that far in next class. I would watch every single episode of this season if we did a retrospective where we just talked about everybody's signs. Astrology. <laughs> like, it was, like it wasn't even about the episode. It was just like, yeah, let's talk about how, uh, what's her name? Lola's a real Virgo throughout mm-hmm. most of season three. That's what I would be. We don't know enough about astrology to do that. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to start my own podcast. That'll be your podcast. (laughs) The DeGrasse. This is my (laughs) spinoff. DeGrasse astrology. This is when I take over. Yep. So on the DeGrasse wiki, it does not say his birthday or his sign. It does list his job as a busboy at Lola's Cantina. It does list his nickname, Creepy Camera Guy. (laughs) (laughs) that's a rough one so Saad returns to Abra and asks if she's proud of him because he made a friend that was her at the door (laughs) and also she stopped watching that fucking pot by the way yes (laughs) it's never gonna wait no it will boil though it's gonna burn to the bottom (laughs) but Abra is very concerned Lara sent him a link of Saad angrily speaking in Arabic and throwing the shirt away it's been put on YouTube However, the name of the video is just Video 7. Right. <laughs> you know, oh, no. Yeah. Also, she knows what he was saying in Arabic. Mm. Right. But yeah, you would. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that it would be named something very like Islamophobic. Right. But anyways. Right. Um, like Muslim kid freaks yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just called Video 7. But Muslim kid hates Belgium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I basically. wonder what the rest of like one through six were. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe she's just been following him all around all day. And every time someone tries to give him a shirt, she takes a video. But it's video seven, the doozy. <laughs> Listen, if somebody had tried to offer me a shirt seven times, I would have fucking flipped out by the seven yes. time too. Okay? Ooh boy. Here we are at Cupcake Wars. <laughs> Everyone else happy as a clam as Esme gloats that she and Zig are better than Betty Crocker at making cupcakes. Frankie just wants her cupcakes to be better than Yael's for some reason. I don't know why she all of a sudden has a vendetta against Yael. Probably because she's getting close with Lola. Probably, but still. I mean, they're getting very close and like going bra shopping. Mm -hmm, That's true. You know, like she's probably just jealous and wants Lola back on her Mm -hmm. team, but. Frankie turns abruptly to switch the playlets and accidentally smacks Zig in the face with a spatula full of frosting. Zig's face isn't a cupcake. (laughs) What? Mm. Esme loves it and wants to put a picture of his frosted face on the internet. But Zig tries to wrestle the phone away while Frankie tries to grab a towel. Zig then smashes a cupcake in Frankie's face and they all start play fighting until Zig falls to the ground with the two girls on top of him. Mm, They're all giggling up a storm as Hunter and Baz enter completely fucking shocked. 
Baz wants to know if what he's seeing is an orgy right now. Has listen, Baz watched porn. Right, but he He should know what an orgy looks like. Yes. Dumbass, <laughs> you need at least four people. Are you volunteering? This is a threesome, you dumb dumb. <laughs> Everyone has clothes on. Esme is like, on, oh Baz. yeah, baby. Wanna join? Which I loved. Oh, I know. I listen, I would have done the same thing to be honest. But anyways, Baz and Hunter are just on their way out. They're clearly very afraid of this sexual exploration everybody <laughs> hates a woman who's in charge of her sexuality it's no matter true. what age it's true <laughs> frankie is like i'm gonna have is this this is that would be her first sexual experience period like she didn't have sex with jonah yeah she didn't so have she's sex like with jonah, i'm gonna so. lose my virginity in an orgy on my family's kitchen floor Makes sense. I'm here for it. <laughs> I mean, I lost my virginity on the living room floor, or like living room floor. The living room floor of the living room floor? Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> of my boyfriend's house. Oh, okay. Well, his mom's house. But was his family home? No, but one time we did have sex while his mother was talking to him while we were on the couch, and he was like, like, we were like laid next to me, like he was behind me, Whoa. and he was inside of me. Oh, wow. And he was having a full-on conversation with his mom. Like, was she, she in, was, the, like, room? in the room? Yes. The bl- there was a blanket there on you? There was a blanket on us. But still. Oh, she hated me, by the way. She, <laughs> oh like, well, I mean. <laughs> Listen, baby Jen was scandal, okay? I guess. Jeez. Goodness gracious. <laughs> but I will say, okay, so those were competition-level cupcakes, by the way. Like, oh, they yeah. looked profesh as fuck. Well, mm-hmm. apparently Zig's trained in the culinary arts so i don't know yeah was that like him saying he's like had a job in that do you remember i want to say it actually was in like next generation that i think he did a cooking thing like i think he had a job in a the back of the house yeah i was trying to remember if that was like an actual plot but i couldn't yeah not for not for netflix but i think yes this also reminded me that, like, I'm at the age now where, like, if there's ever a food fight, I don't want any fucking part of it. Like, it's just, it's it's too much. There's shit flying everywhere. <laughs> Getting hit in the face with a cupcake hurts. Yeah. Like, it's not fun. Have you been in a food fight? No. I haven't, but I have had to clean up a food fight. Mm. <laughs> so. You're like, I didn't even get to have fun. I just have to clean it up. Yeah. yeah. It was at camp. Also, yeah. I don't know what was happening, but I wrote down very white savior. Savior, isn't this for relief efforts, ma'am? <laughs> right. think- oh, yeah. <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am. Because I think she was like talking about the cupcakes and like something and like was not talking about them being for relief effort. I'm like, right. this is literally Well, like, she said that she said they're for a boring fundraiser. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And I was like, ma'am, ma'am. This isn't like a fundraiser for like new outfits for the spirit squad. Right. Like this is this is for people who died. <laughs> so literally. Yeah, fucking Frankie. I mean, but that's all she's all she's doing this for is to show up, yeah. Yeah. Convince her friends that she's not this shallow rich girl. So yep. she doesn't give a fuck. No. Well, I also want to say black frosting is going to be a disaster for everyone's mouth. Oh, <laughs> yes. You know what? Black frosting matters, Jen. Well, I mean, I would have just done chocolate. Yeah. Like, it's not exact, but mm. like, it's an approximation. They're going to look crazy. But like, have you ever worked with like- Black frosting? Like black food coloring? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, your mouth is just, it's like you did like a charcoal yeah. toothpaste. 
I mean, everyone's going to eat those cupcakes and look like either they got their mouths punched. Listen, or- it doesn't fucking matter because nobody wanted those orgy cakes anyways. <laughs> Which I think was a misstep, honestly. I agree. But- <laughs> yeah, I do think those would have like flown off the shelves. People like, I got to get one of those. Right. This is Degrassi history, the first orgy in school. I think she should have charged like 50 bucks a pop for them. <laughs> I'm saying. Like, come, like, listen, no... Publicity 101. I'm saying. Like, give the people what they want. <laughs> Frankie's brother is, is like a complete dick face because like literally <laughs> you know that they're not fucking and you're going to tell everybody that they did. Well, I assumed it was Baz. I assumed I it was Baz as well. Okay. Because imagine spreading that rumor about your own your twin. Yeah, no, I like, think it was definitely Baz. And Baz is a little shit. So. Yeah, he is. We're back at school and Zoe is creeping pics of Rasha's ex-girlfriend <laughs> as it. Grace and Jonah approach, inquiring about who she's creeping on. Zoe wants to know if she's prettier, but Grace is like, um, is it a competition? Zoe admits that Rasha has started talking to her ex again and she's trying to be chill as fuck about it. Jonah jokes that she's doing a shit job of being cool and he wouldn't side with the jealous girlfriend. Zoe is all fucking set with his peanut gallery thoughts. Just because he's dating Grace doesn't mean he gets to chime in. Grace just wants to know what she's really worried about. But Rasha is the first girl that has ever actually liked Zoe back and she basically gave up her family to be with her. Yeah, Mm. true. Jonah thinks that she just needs to talk to Rasha about how she's feeling, but Grace has another idea. Samira is thousands of miles away and Zoe is not. So all she has to do is get to making out and then Rasha won't be able to miss Samira because she'll be too digmatized by Zoe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Zoe admits that fishing really changed Grace, which makes Jonah laugh. (laughs) Zoe gives him a shut the fuck up look. Oh yeah, she does not like Jonah. She's like, shut the fuck up. Who asked you? Well, I kind of wonder if it's like, I mean, she was like in love with Grace at first and Mm -hmm. now she's dating Jonah. So maybe even though they are like BFFs, maybe there is still a little bit of like, man, fuck Jonah. Well, and clearly Zoe has like issues Mm -hmm. with people that she has feelings for Mm -hmm. paying attention to anybody. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean- Grace has the obvious point. Like, why would Rasha choose a long distance relationship over someone who's right there? Unlikely. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if Zoe was really bad, like, to her. Yes. Because I I was worried because I was like, oh, no, this is giving me old Degrassi, Mm. like, vibes. And, like, she's going to draw, like, she's going to drive her into the arms arms. of this other woman by being (laughs) crazy for, you know, for being so insecure. Not to say she couldn't do that. It just doesn't happen (laughs) this episode. Right. The sex approach is just such a teenage way to solve, like, communication problems. It's like, I'm going to throw my sex at them and then they'll (laughs) like me. Grace is, like, suddenly like all about it like she was never no like sexual or anything at all and then suddenly she's like making out with jonah in public being like zoe go make out with her like she well she's obsessed with making out she's gonna die (laughs) i had a question and i don't know if this is something that's appropriate to ask because i don't know carly told me she has what does grace have cystic cystic fibrosis and i don't know and i don't want to be like ableist or anything like that Mm -hmm. but my question is is do you think that when she gives a blowjob she can keep the (laughs) oxygen on and she can give a better blowjob because she doesn't have to breathe and she doesn't have a gas reflex like she doesn't ever have to 
take a break. <laughs> Jesse is mortified right now. <laughs> this is a serious well, question. I don't think she's done that. So. Well, okay, making out then. Does she keep the nose part in so that she can like just like yeah. full suction? She doesn't have to come up for air. Because I guess what we're asking is, can we get oxygen tanks so that we just become like the best at giving head? We don't have to breathe through our mouth oh my God. at all. No. We're just like I don't know, yeah. but I don't think she's done that yet. Cause they the whole last episode they were talking about having sex for the first time. And they decided to wait till prom. So I don't know if they've even gone there. People that age don't think blowjobs are sex. So I fully believe that they could be having blowjobs. Well, she was also, she was asked by um Rasha, have you ever done anything before? And she like she was like, I don't I don't I don't think she's got a dick up her ass I'm telling you it was a Carly thinks it was alluding to she hooked up with Zoe in the past because she did not what she did with Jonah I think Zoe I think Zoe went down on her or at least finger banged her Mm -hmm. I'm not sure they don't tell us well what happens later I don't (laughs) know if I want Zoe anywhere near my vagina right also, if I have to be on oxygen anyway, for sure I'm figuring out if I can use it for my advantage and like, <laughs> stick, like you know, stick a toothbrush in there while you're doing it. Just see, you know, it doesn't have to be dick first time. But like, I would want to know, listen, if you're going to have like a disability, it was just Disability Pride Month. If you're going to have a differently abled experience of the world. Fuck it. Lean in. She's like, Jonah, you see this oxygen tube? Well, I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. Oh, my God. That's a WAP lyric, Jesse, again. (laughs) Jesse doesn't know. Jesse's not... She's not down with the What if she doesn't have a gag reflex? I mean, we could, the possibility. I just wanted to put the question out to the universe. If anybody has oxygen who's listening to this and could let you guys know if you can. We can barely get a fucking review, let alone people (laughs) telling us the answer to our questions. Our life's quandaries. Maybe this was the content they were waiting for and they just like, now they have things that they want to say. She's Googling it over there. Yeah. I just typed, can you give a blowjob with oxygen? But that doesn't make sense. I need an oxygen tank. (laughs) But the first two results were, do girls breathe while giving blowjob? I don't. Blowjob. I just die. I die on the dick. That's why I only can do it for two minutes. That's what I tell all the boys. Sorry, I don't breathe while I blow you, so I can only do it for two minutes. And then, wait a minute, the second one is a Reddit thread. Any breathing techniques to not suffocate while giving a blowjob? And then there's a little blurb under that says... Oh, boy. What's it say? sorry. I'm scared of suffocating while giving a blowjob because how will I breathe through my mouth? Parentheses, the only way I know how to breathe. Oh my God, they're a mouth breather? They're a mouth breather and they have the opportunity to suck a dick? And then it continues if I have a penis over there. Oh no. Over there, I don't know. Over there. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh, oh God. boy! So, I feel I feel like that would be like trying to explain baseball to someone who's never seen it. Like you can't you can't you can't game out how you're gonna breathe with a dick in your mouth until it's happening. It's just a fact. I guess yeah. Hashtag facts. But yeah, there doesn't seem to be any uh, confirmation of how any of that. Listeners, works. let us know. <laughs> the only person I ever knew that was on oxygen was my dad. God rest his soul. Oh, no. If he was alive today, I'd be like, Dad, let me get that tank. Did you ever give a blowjob? while you were on oxygen (laughs) the 
is it helpful? Like, what's the stats? Oh, my God. And I guarantee he wouldn't have an answer for us, but he'd sure be flabbergasted by the question. <laughs> and I want to be very clear. I don't judge her or anything. I think it's I think it's actually I think it's very great. interesting. I think I'm wanting to get to know more about her lived experience. That's really what I'm trying to do. <laughs> She'll know after prom. <laughs> <laughs> Goldie's on the school front steps watching the video of Saad. Clearly, everyone is watching it or has already watched it as Saad approaches Goldie while everyone gives him the evil eye. Saad approaches and asks about the Muslim Student Association helping Muslims because he might be in trouble. Goldie is happy to help, but she saw the video and even if he can explain, the MSA thinks he needs to apologize at the rally for Belgium. Saad feels like he didn't do anything wrong, though, but he did throw the shirt in the garbage and denounce their efforts, which is definitely wrong. The video doesn't show his side of being bullied before the video started recording. He wants his voice to be heard, but Goldie thinks it's being heard and she throws it in his face that she was the one who had her hijab ripped off. Also, do we know for sure that he did not do the terrorist attack in Belgium? I just want to make sure. We don't know. (laughs) I mean, we didn't see... Yeah, we don't know. We just don't know. Because the way everyone's treating him, it kind (laughs) of seems like maybe he he did. Yeah. I don't love Goldie's... Like, even her tone with him is, you're being heard. Yeah. Like, ooh. Well... I don't know. I saw it. I saw two different lenses Mm -hmm. and two different trauma responses. If I can go a little deep for a second. Uh But like no one's wrong in that situation. They just have different prisms that they're looking through. And Mm -hmm. I think she is trying to prioritize like short term goals. Like safety, Mm -hmm. normalization, sympathizing, getting that like image that we kind of talked about earlier, like to humanize Muslims, even though they were the people who did the attacks happen to be Muslim, Mm -hmm. right? I understood where she was coming from. I just didn't like how she talked to him. Absolutely. When she was like, you're being heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is he though? I don't I think, think he's, he no. yeah. In her mind he is because she's actually not hearing him. Yeah. Right. She heard his words, but she's not understanding what the fuck he's trying to say. Well, and I think right. also because what he's talking about is like more of like a macro view. Like mm-hmm. terrorism is a byproduct of oppression. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know, again, how to vo- like verbalize right. that. And right. who's, he's not able to like state his position. So because hers is so micro and it's so immediate, it's the safety and all of those things, Mm -hmm. she feels like, well, you are talking about something you don't even know how to fucking talk about. Mm -hmm. So like, shut the fuck up and just like put on (laughs) a happy face and make them feel like we're not going to kill them because we need them to not (laughs) want to murder us, you fucking idiot. Yeah. So I saw that more as her just being like exasperated with like how dumb he is that he thinks that like this is about anything than like just being safe and like okay Mm -hmm. but I also did not like the way she spoke to him (laughs) as Jen was just saying for Goldie it's about safety she doesn't want anyone else to be attacked and what Saad did put all Muslims in danger Ooh, especially mm. do not speak any Muslims like language sounding like Syrian language around white mm. people. It freaks oh, them the yeah. fuck out. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, especially not in anger. Oh, especially Ooh, not Christ. on an airplane. White people do not like that. Oh God. They don't like that. I mean, white people don't like to hear any language. Any other language. That's very but true. But specifically Arabic. Oh, yeah. So, well, yeah. do you ever, do you, have you ever seen like Shaws of Sunset? That's also like a Bravo show. No. And every time they go somewhere, like 
half of the group gets detained. Like they literally oh, have yeah. issues oh my on God. airplanes. Yeah. And yeah. one year they went to Israel and like they got detained for like almost a, like 12 hours. Jesus. Jesus fucking Christ. I didn't know Bravo had like actually deep storylines. <laughs> well, they see what Bravo does is it relegates them to groups. So mm-hmm. they'll, they won't have a show where it's like white and Muslim people, yeah. though they are having one in uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which is starting mm-hmm. soon. They're going to have a mixed cast. But usually, you know, they'll keep it like if they are going to do diversity, it'll be like this is the, you know, all Iranians. Right. This is all Indians. Right. This is all yeah. like Mexicans. They did a Mexican dynasty show. Oh, yeah. So they don't they don't mix them. Mm-hmm. And also, fun fact, they always put the ethnic shit on Sunday nights. Why? Isn't Sunday primetime? Yes. And there are shows with like the shows that have the black women cast mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. usually like the highest rated. And they, they're the best, honestly. I mean, that's what – see, I only watch Vanderpump. So, no. like, I only hear about the other shows through a group I'm in. That's a Bravo group, but I'm part of that group. Well, I ha- I'm in a couple of those. I'm in the group for Watch What Crappens. Mm. Do you listen to that podcast? I don't, but they were just on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. So people talk about all of them, but a common theme in this one Bravo group is white women – Coming in and telling telling everybody that they finally watched what are what are the seasons? Um, Potomac and Potomac. Atlanta. Oh, yeah. It's usually Potomac, and they're like, "I finally watched it. Oh my god, I can't believe I've been waiting to watch it this whole time." But I'm not racist. No, I've had <laughs> I've had it. moms that I babysat for when I was talking when I would talk about like Vanderpump Rules or something like that, mm. and they're like, "Oh yeah, I watched The Housewives." Well, I don't watch Atlanta or Potomac, and they like oh, literally god. always tell yes. you that yeah. they don't watch yes. them and then they follow up with like i'm not, I'm not racist. racist and yes. you're like uh, okay no but you know what they always say i just don't like it because they're so they're just so loud. loud oh wow <laughs> and it's like oh you're racist and you don't even know yeah okay i yeah. see what's happening because i'm sorry <laughs> are the other ones not loud they're all pretty fucking loud <laughs> yeah i'm just like and i personally love it because like i of course always like to see like women of color like mm. excelling but like yeah. the atlanta housewives and potomac like they are the best because they will shade each other like i say mm-hmm. like the black uh women casts are the closest you get to like having like gay representation mm-hmm. too because they have a lot of like gay men come on mm-hmm. too okay. so that was like the first way to kind of like have that culture kind of intermix because mm. you know there's a lot of things about like how gay culture and black you know oh, trans right. yeah. and black women mm-hmm. and it's all kind of like you know everyone's kind of taking mm-hmm. from one direction mm-hmm. but anyway I do think it's so interesting because it is like they make it so funny mm-hmm. you know like they use humor and like they'll fight with each other but they still want to have like a genuinely good time together and sometimes these like women in other cities who are like white women like it feels like they're like p- doing it for the camera Mm-hmm. And that they actually don't enjoy hanging out with each other. But in like Potomac and Atlanta and Married to mm-hmm. Medicine, which is also Atlanta and LA is also like groups of pre- predominantly black women or exclusively black women. Mm-hmm. They all, I just enjoy watching them so much more. I, I enjoy watching like people of color do comedy so much mm-hmm. more. It's just like they have interesting perspectives that you don't get to see all the time. Well, because oh, yeah. we've always seen the white perspective. So yes. it's like it's the white perspective is now boring because it's like, we've seen it. Let's move on. Thanks. As we as a two white women have a podcast. Anyways, (laughs) 
I watch Vanderpump because they started out as just servers and bartenders with no money. And I'm like, all right, I got this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't relate to them because they're shitty people, but I relate yeah, to like yeah. their station in life. Whereas I like I I try to watch Beverly Hills because Lisa was on it. Yeah, I got I got up to like around the time of the dinner party from hell, which mm-hmm. was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I just like I don't really vibe with like watching rich old ladies i just like i'm like i can't relate Mm. yeah but i wonder do you think like now because vanderpump like they all have money and they're still pretending like it's so boring (laughs) like i i don't care about them getting mansions and stuff i'm like stay in those shitty apartments Mm. where you can't have the microwave and the ac running at the same time like (laughs) yeah That's what we want to see. But anyways, that's a whole Bravo. Yes. Right. Listen to our Vanderpump Rules podcast. I mean, if it was, if it was still like going to be on, right. I, I would have started one. All right. Goldie tells Saad that she hopes he understands that this is just how it has to be right now. And she hands him another shirt to put on. <laughs> he has so many shirts. In video number 12. Yep. <laughs> on YouTube. Yep. All right, we're at the bake sale. Frankie approaches with the best way to fight terrorism. Decorative frosting. (laughs) Shay is actually impressed, but Frankie says that she has to give Esme half the credit since she helped. Shay thinks that if Esme helped, that confirms the rumors that she, Esme, and Zig all had a threesome the night before. How does that confirm the rumors? Like we were together last night? (laughs) You spent time with a person you've been spending a lot of time with? You (gasps) must have had a threesome. It's true. Also, when did she have time to bake, frost all those cupcakes, give, like, you know, like, sexually satisfy two other people and be able to get up for school the next day? And get her homework done? Semantics. Anyways. Crazy. Frankie is shook. She had no idea that's what people were saying, but apparently people are posting all over the internet about it. But Frankie tries to assure her that the frosting incident was PG-13 at most, but no threesomes. Which, like, no, it wasn't even PG-13. They were just tickling each other. Yeah. And also, like, Frankie is, like, the least person you ever want to, like, rob a bank with because it's like, (laughs) girl, like, just be like, that's stupid. Mm -hmm. What? And yeah. but like her being like PG PG thirteen. I mean, yeah. like maybe maybe <laughs> I felt his dick a little bit. I don't know. I don't right. know. My brother was there. I don't what? know. <laughs> Your brother was that. Then then that, that circulates the rumor that she had a threesome with her brother. Oh, gross. Anyways, Winston approaches the bake sale table, asking if those are the orgy cakes, and Frankie decides they should just throw the cupcakes away. No, Frankie. Way $50. to fight terrorism. Way to fight terrorism, girl. Fifty dollars mm. a pop now. <laughs> Freaking, I I definitely think Baz is the one who spread the rumor which is like jesus christ that's your like one of your best friend's sisters the fuck that also she's baking the cupcakes to help everybody not hate muslims which you are so shut the fuck (laughs) up also for the record at the 1429 mark i wrote i hate teenagers why did you have to mark you had no i just wanted to know i didn't know if you guys asked like how long do you does it take you to watch an episode before you hate everybody in it so i was like i'm just gonna make a note of that I gave you the questions, Jen, and that was never one of them. But I'm, I glad, you, I'm glad you timestamped when the hatred of children 
came to and I'll have to go back and find that exact moment and then with the screenshot I mean here it is that's gonna be one of our questions next time at what point time stamped did you hate children (laughs) also you gave me the question I just want to say for the record for the congressional record I did get the questions ahead of time but I did not remember them or write them down so my answers were fresh off the dome they actually were I had cue cards written down they were my answers and Jen forgot hers so I handed them to her and said she could use them so any jokes that Jen has said yeah. are actually my jokes. Yeah, that whole like oxygen blowjob thing that, that was, was my joke. Makes sense. My joke. <laughs> but I pay- I paid her in broken bushes, so it's my <laughs> joke now. Also, I just want to say I wrote down that hypersexualization is a tool of patriarchal oppression. So hmm. put that in your pipe. That's true. Broken bush. <laughs> I mean, they're definitely very sex shamey in this high school. Like, oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Zoe finds Rasha working on homework in the student council room. She starts to tell Zoe what she thinks they should do before the rally, but Zoe is clearly on a mission to fuck. She slides down next to Rasha on the beanbag chair and plants one on her. But that is the incorrect answer. Rasha is trying to get some fish tacos from the cat for lunch. Which I want to know, grilled or fried? I want to I'm imagining any school serving fish tacos sounds like it's a bad idea. Yeah. School food is not good. Yeah. Even in Canada? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Degrassi has that unlimited budget, though. So maybe they have like a five-star chef. You know what? I bet the fish tacos are from Lola's Cantina. Like, I bet they're like fucking legit, like (laughs) nice, yummy tacos. Mm. I personally love a fish taco. Dude, I fucking love a fish taco. Like a shrimp taco? Mm. Oh, No clue. You don't fuck with the fish? I've never tried fish tacos. She lives in Vermont. (laughs) They've been on the menu. (laughs) No, they've been on the menu plenty of times, but I'm always like... I'm going for chicken. Oh, oh man. Fish tacos man. are so good. <laughs> Jesse, next time you're there, just like, just order, order a, a cart, side. Just one. Yeah. Just I'll, get a I'll side of a, a fish taco. Yo, fried. Oh, they're fried. Mm. I like a grilled. You know, I'm GF. I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Gluten free, just so you know. Yeah. Not girlfriend. I put two and she two together. She is straight. <laughs> I don't know if I made this clear. I am straight. I do not like women at all everyone, i don't even like being this close to carly everyone <laughs> trying to slide into the dms of the podcast all the ladies the you know our lovely lesbian listeners our triple l's not jen Listen, okay i love you and i support you and i don't want you to be anything other than who you are and the same goes for me but jen doesn't want to eat your fish taco no i do not i do not but wouldn't probably mind if you ate her fish taco but She's not going to return the favor. Yeah. No, no touching. Not even the boobs. I'm not into them. I got boobs. I'm good. Right. I almost touched Jen's boobs today on accident. Yeah. But she saw a little bit of areola. I did. We, we were Marie condoing her closet and uh, she was trying clothes on. And at one point I was like, oh, I see areola. I better turn away. And uh, yeah. Carly turned into a 17th century knight. Very chivalrous. I was like, oh, I better turn away. So anyways. Madam. Suffice it to say, that was the the biggest lesbian experience her and I have ever had. But I'm rich and I got a WAP, so if there's any big dick listeners, send them my way. All right. Now we know where we stand. And also trans men. I'm into trans men. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I, cause I, that's why I always feel is that, like, I'm into very masculine energies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. if I was going to date a woman, I feel like it would have to be a more masculine presenting woman. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm femme for mask. Yes. 
Also, I want to just say one of my sisters is a gender fluid lesbian, so mm-hmm. we don't have any issues with any of that <laughs> stuff in my family. I just want to say my sister said that she stole her coming out story because my sister, ever since she was a baby, we were like, oh, she's she's a lesbian for yeah. like 100%. We could just tell. And her aunt is a lesbian too, so, you know, there's a genetic component. Yeah. So. Aww. Well, I, I'm i interested in, yeah, masculinity and androgyny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like feminine men. Oh, mm. interesting. I don't know. I'm still figuring that stuff out. <gasps> the complexities. I'm, I'm attracted to, like, I've been attracted to non-binary people mm-hmm. and men. I've never been attracted to a cis woman. Yeah, no. So. But, you know, also, like, who fucking knows, right? Like, sexuality is a spectrum. And also, right. like, people can change their minds. Here's the thing. If I met somebody who had the most amazing energy and, like, mm-hmm. was just, like, an amazing partner, I really could give a fuck what they yeah. look like. That's a lie, Jen, because I'm right here. <laughs> You're already taken Carly not officially yet but probably soon oh my god listen you had your chance oh if you god. wanted to get up in this you had plenty of opportunity <laughs> we shared a bed last weekend <laughs> we did in a treehouse I, I was a I was a gentleman though I didn't touch her <laughs> all right yes I was wondering was fish tacos if that was a vagina joke yeah I had to think so any all. Zoe is still trying to get it in though and decides to help Rasha by closing her <laughs> laptop for her and giving her an awful pounding massage. <laughs> oh my god, it was so bad. Yeah. Oh my god. Rasha asks if she's ever given a massage before, to which Zoe is like, Avi. <laughs> so you start with chops. Yeah. You just start you, never, you just go straight you chops. Never start with chops. <laughs> You never start with chops. But I, I like, oh, I just fucking love Rasha. She's like, maybe my neck just doesn't like being massaged. Oh, I loved her. I loved her. She's so funny. She's like the best. Thank God. She is carrying that relationship, yeah. by the way. Because if Zoe was in charge, she would have fucked that relationship 12 times right now. Oh, 100%. she has. They've had some spats in the past. Yes, because of Zoe. All Zoe's fault. Mm. Always, always. Zoe continues her seduction and jumps down to sit next to Rasha, but accidentally smashes her face into her face, giving Rasha a bloody lip. So Mm. I was like, this scene is all the proof we need that Zoe did not give Grace an orgasm. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. (laughs) Absolutely not. Probably everyone's too young for this, but do you remember Mr. Bean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just imagine that Zoe like is like Mr. Bean trying to have sex. Like it's just like it's just bad. It's just real, real bad. Like the the gifts of him winking. Mr. Yeah. Bean. And like she just like you know like when he's trying to make the Thanksgiving turkey and she like puts it like she just like puts it in like the wrong place and she's like put her hands up oh, there like no. stop it stop it stop it stop it. Oh my stop god. It. Zoe wants to take a closer look at the cut, but smashes her forehead into Rasha's. <laughs> She's just really killing it. I, I did think that Rasha looked like she ate one of her a Frank, red cupcake. Yeah, Frankie's cupcakes. cupcakes. <laughs> she wants to go with Rasha to get ice, but Rasha says that she can't because she has to get ready for the rally. Okay, but she apparently they had time to go get fish tacos, but now Zoe doesn't have time to go to get ice with her because she's got to go to the rally. And, and anyway, well, she probably doesn't want her to fucking kill her right. every time she gets near That's her. True. She maims her. <laughs> Zoe is defeated once again. <laughs> also, as someone who's been there, I just want to say that using sex to replace intimacy is always a bad strategy. Yeah. So. It's interesting that when Zoe was dating guys, she was like very, I don't know, smooth. Like she mm. had it together. But like now that she's actually 
legitimately interested in Rasha, she's just a fucking nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's a real bumbling idiot for sure. You know what, though? That makes sense because in the corner of TikTok that I'm in, and by the way, <laughs> if everybody was in the corner of TikTok that I'm in, we would have had a revolution by last Thursday. Yeah. I just want to say. Because yeah. I'm like, I got witches. I'm an indigenous TikTok. Black, <laughs> like Black Lives Matter TikTok. Yeah. African history I just got into. Feminism. I'm telling you. Very, very happy with the TikTok wormhole. But I will say I've heard a lot from bi TikTok. Yeah. And the the consensus that I hear from a lot of bi women is that they hate men and are frightened of women. Yeah. So, like, they date men, but they don't really like them, which I think is why <laughs> Zoe was able to, like, yeah. keep her cool. Yeah. But now she's just... Because you got nothing to lose if you don't really like the person. That's right. Right. Well, I'm part of a bisexual meme group, which I... Joined when, because I like men and non-binary people. So like Mm -hmm. technically I've come to the decision that that's bi, because it is like all it is, is you like at least two two genders. genders, Yeah. But everybody, but the hard thing about using that label is that people just assume that means I like women too. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, well, I don't like throw it out there, you know, in casual conversations. So whatever, I don't have to explain it. But that has been an ongoing thing of people like, of women, like, I'm fine with men, but with women, I just, I don't know what to do. How do I hit on women? (laughs) So it's definitely a whole, (laughs) Mm -hmm. a whole thing that makes total sense. But I have like seen a couple of those, like, I don't really like men, but I like women. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I mean, like if, if sexuality was a choice, do you really think like these are the types of people I would throw it back to? No. No. Men? No. No. (laughs) No. Nope. Some. Some. All right. Uh, I keep on forgetting Jesse likes her exes. Yeah. (laughs) Me and Carly are just like, fuck them all. I've had, yeah, most of my exes have been nice guys, so. Very happy for you, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Saad is by himself looking at texts from his friend Fadi, who is saying that they will never understand no matter how hard he tries. Lola enters telling him that she saw his video. Saad assumes that means that she's going to take the job back. But she thinks he actually made some good points in what he said if Google Translate was accurate. Which is insane. Because how did she uh, even know what to type? Yeah. Well, I, Wait, I'm does, assuming, it, does it... Oh, is, am can, I the grandma? I'm can, the grandma now? You Can you... I assume, yeah, she played it and it... Okay, yeah, you can it. play it. Like, it's something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in my day, yeah. Google Translate, you had to type it. Yeah. yeah. No. No. You can actually... There's apps where, like, you can take a picture of a foreign language and it'll, hmm. like, translate it. Like a sign? Yeah, like a sign. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's just words i know but i'm just saying like there's a whole but there's a whole bunch of different mean look at if, if paul and karini can find love and not speak the same language on oh 90 day fiance before God. the 90 days they haven't found love we don't, spoiler. Need to, we don't need to go down this this wormhole right yeah, now but i'm just saying alert. Like, they there's a lot love. there's a lot of a lot anyways when he runs into the woods oh yeah i know he is, like, from the second his mom gave him her hair, oh, he no. just has... Saad knows that people are mad at him, and Lola agrees that she had to stop reading the comment section. Saad explains to her that people are dying all over the world due to terrorism, and it feels wrong to pick and choose who to give sympathy to. Mm-hmm. Lola equates it to a bad buffet line. Uh, okay, <laughs> <What>? Lola. <laughs> Everything's about food with this woman. You know when you're in line for a buffet and like all the choices are bad? It's just like terrorism. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
<laughs> you're like, I don't want to eat any of this, nor do I want terrorism. That is so. a white girl thing to say, but again, she's Argentinian, so. So, anyways. Also, RIP to buffets, because we're not going to see oh, those yeah. until 2022 at the earliest. I love a buffet. Mm-hmm. Can we have a moment of silence? Can we dedicate this episode to buffets? <laughs> yeah. At the end. And chocolate fountains. That was Oh, last week, yes. Last that was my whole last episode. I was like, I want chocolate fountains and we're not going to have them for so long. Okay. I just want to say for the record that these two white women want to make this episode about terrorism, about uh, buffets. That's what they want a moment of silence for. Oh, and don't, I'm- don't drag Jessie down on this. This is just me. You don't have to bring her down with me. That's not fair. Listen. Listen it's related to the episode Lola talked about the buffets. Correct. So. I'm just repeating the words that a person of color said. I'm no, doing great. As, as the as the only token person of color here, I just want to say that I, I see it, listeners. I see it. But Jess is cool. It's all Carly. Yeah, that's accurate. No, I think we, I think the listeners already know that. <laughs> Saad goes on to explain that his village was bombed too. His house, his farm, his school, his friends, all gone. It happens all over the world and it feels wrong to wear a shirt for one country and not the other. And without saying what we're all thinking, he basically says that people only care about what happens in white countries. Mm -hmm. Lola tries to relate by saying that her dad fled Argentina during a civil war and that he doesn't talk about it. And now she can see why. She thinks that he needs to tell that story so people understand. But he doesn't think people will ever understand. However, if that was true, would Lola still be there? He sighs and puts on the shirt. God damn it. That she hands him, by the way. Another person handing him a shirt. Yellow? I think he's received one of each. He's certainly has. <laughs> right, but this is the first one that he's actually accepted. Yeah. What if what if what if the gag of it all it is that color. he's been no no, he's been collecting these shirts all along and then he's low key selling them on the side outside of Degrassi, <laughs> oh. therefore raising more money for the Belgium victims than their little fucking bake sale could could get. You mean when I was in high school and I sold Bibles yes. that they gave us for free and then we used the $25 to go get a pizza and a Coke? That's definitely what's happening. Yes, but, <laughs> but instead, But instead, we gave it to, to victims of terrorism. Can you imagine? Honestly? What if that's what he was doing? They should have done that and he would have won the episode. <laughs> he would have won. But yeah, it just sucks because that's what, I mean, what he's saying is... I think what a lot of people have come to terms with, like, when we're like, support France, and like, people are changing their fucking profile pictures to the flags of countries that have been through terrorism, but it's always a white country that we're like, well, I mean, our, our country bombs countries oh yeah like daily what like, they bomb like bombs brown countries all the time yeah like i mean we drop so many bombs and nobody gives a shit so yeah we don't like nobody changes their profile picture like they don't even acknowledge it's happening like so i'm on political twitter and i'm often telling people like about how many bombs Obama dropped. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, he didn't. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That's not real. No, I like, because I'm a registered independent, so I don't identify as a Democrat whatsoever. So you really are bisexual. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, have had to point out to, you know, liberal people who just, they, they, the people who treat politics like team sports, you know, mm-hmm. they don't give a, they don't know shit. They just, right. I'm blue, I'm red. And well. I point out like, well, you know, Obama did a lot of shitty things and one of them is dropping a shit ton of bombs. And 
they like flat out deny that he did. And I'm like, right. Google it. What someone said to me the other day. Oh, shit. What did they say? They compared me to QAnon. Oh, Jesus oh, God. Christ. Of course. I was like. Google it. <laughs> like, it's not that and, hard. But it's Twitter, so you only have so many characters, so it's really right. hard to, like, cite your sources unless you tweet, like, 60 tweets out. Right. She's like, I can only One write – One of 17. <laughs> yeah. I can only write Google it, like, 10 times before I write characters. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, I mean, it's a, it's a real thing that, like – I don't know. You know, I'm not Canadian, but specifically in the U.S., they're just in – they don't even think it's happening or like care or they deny it. So the trans woman that just won on the Republican ticket in New Hampshire yeah. because oh, people God. just – Republicans just voted for her mm-hmm. without knowing mm-hmm. anything about her mm-hmm. and she's like, ah, fuck the police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, though, she's You're part of Free Keen. Is she? Okay. Yes. So, so that cool. was – that like doubled the – the meaning of it, because I'm like, none of the, all these people are celebrating her, but not realizing she's part of this shitty movement called Freaking. I was going <laughs> to say, because I was curious, because I saw in the Freaking or Stop Freaking group that people. Oh, that's still going? Yes. People were actually saying really awful transphobic things about her. Oh, yeah. And so I was that's like. That's why I left that group. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I was like. Very, I was, I, I saw it because our friend Austin posted about her winning. Yeah. And it's pre- like the way that the article posted, it's pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, I was a little in my mind like, I feel like there might not be something quite right about her, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, I'm not involved in New Hampshire politics. Right. So. Well, the second I saw that she was a libertarian, I'm like, I have to read this article Ugh. and look for Free yeah. Keen. And there it was. And I'm like, well, fuck, everyone's celebrating. And I understand why. But like also Free Keen is run by a pedophile. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like one of the main guys who runs their pot. They have a radio show on the show. Well, he was dating, dating like a girl, a teenager when he was in his 30s. Super and chill. then on his radio show, he has advocated for pedophilia and said as long as the child consents. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, free keen is garbage. <laughs> and do you remember, what was it, um, Charlottesville? That Nazi rally mm-hmm. that they had years ago? And Vice interviewed Chris Cantwell, oh. who was part of Free Keen. Uh, so, like, Free Keen has a lot of fucked up people in it. And so when I'm like, yeah, this chick is part of Free Keen, guys. Like... <laughs> Maybe you don't celebrate too hard. Like, the story is, like, interesting and, like, it makes a good point. But at the same time, I think it doubles down on the point it makes because nobody decided to see what Free Keen was about. Right. So -hmm. they're, like, celebrating this person, not realizing they're also celebrating this fucked up group that she's part of. Frankie finds Esme in Zig's car, just chilling. All the radio stations right now are playing is talks about terrorism attacks. And that is such a downer. Who listens to the radio? I know. I know, right? That was the weird <laughs> she part. She doesn't have a, a Spotify. I know. It, that was definitely <laughs> the weird part. She's not going to the rally because she's like so hungry <laughs> and invites her to join her and Zig for burgers. Frankie admits that she doesn't think that she can be friends with Esme anymore, even though when they hang out, it's awesome. But people (laughs) think that they made orgy cakes and it makes her feel icky. Also, by the way, Esme, like her transition from the front seat to the back seat, flawless. 10 out of 10. How did that, that that bothered me. I was like, wait, wasn't she in the front seat? Like, how did... 
did she climb over and we didn't see it? She, I think she, I think there was a scene where she like slid. Yeah. To the back. Zoe needs to take lessons from her about sliding suavely. I was going to say, I think I thought that I missaw because I, I thought I saw her lean through the two seats yeah. to change the station. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, yeah. She's I a thought witch. she went from the front seat to the back seat. She's a witch. Also, <laughs> I think Esme's had threesomes before. Oh, oh 100%. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm sure if she had an oxygen tube, she 100% <laughs> would have tried to give a blow. 100% if she had one, but she doesn't. See, that's why I'm team Esme. For the record, team Esme. Yeah. Esme thinks that Frankie shouldn't stop having fun just because of what other people think. But it's not just other people. It's her friends. Esme points out that these important people couldn't even help her through a breakup and they don't really have time for her anymore. They'd rather do do-gooder things for everyone but Frankie, whom they allegedly love. Frankie has a come-to-Jesus moment as Zig gets in the car and she decides to ask if she can still come. People might talk, but she doesn't care. She's with her friends. And she takes off her Belgium shirt and tosses it out the window. Fuck them, kids. It's burger time. (laughs) So do you think that chick is nearby filming video 18? I fucking hope so. Her throwing away her shirt? I literally hope it's her senior thesis project. <laughs> like, That's her, it's her like her videography project. Yes. It's just like people throwing away their fucking Belgium shirts. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, no one is saying that Frankie loves terrorists when she throws away her shirt. No. Yes. And also just I wanted saying. I wanted to say, okay, but why litter? I know. <laughs> and then also, this is why performative caring should be acknowledged because it's not helpful because it's unstable and subjective. Esme is so interesting because she just has to manipulate everybody. Like people would genuinely like her, but she sees like the tiniest bit of trouble and decides now I got to manipulate someone. So she like Mm. goes in on Frankie's friends who like are acting kind of like shitheads, but they definitely love her and care about her and want to be there for her. They just like got other shit going on. Mm -hmm. But like Esme has to like, try to turn her on her friends so that she will focus on Esme. You know why I think I like her? Because she reminds me of my friend Jessica, my terrible friend Mm. Jessica from high Mm. school, who was very manipulative. Mm. And like, my mom thinks she's a sociopath, honestly. (laughs) I mean, I think Esme is a bit of a sociopath, for sure. Well, I I will say I watched this episode with absolutely no context. Right. It's and okay. I, I did We're not like, judging you. Esme's <laughs> great TV. But I will say I did like it because I didn't take that scene as manipulative. I mm. took it as commentary yeah. on how, like, you know, performative allyship is, like, more important than actually being there for your friends. Yeah. Too. So it was like, I was just like, I see all the dots connected. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I really do also feel bad for Esme because she is she actually likes Frankie and Mm -hmm. wants to be Frankie's Mm -hmm. friend and she doesn't know how to hold on to people like she's very she's again very manipulative to keep people but like she has a point like she's actually there for her they are they're like really trying to be her good friend like she sees she needs help with the cupcakes she's helping with the cupcakes like I don't know this is like the first like real friendship we've seen from Esme but Mm, she still can't help but like throw in that like well your friends aren't really your friends so yeah but I will say her friend who you know when it was like orgy cupcakes yeah first of all if you know Frankie are you really gonna think she's gonna do a fucking threesome like Mm -hmm. I don't think so 
And then to know that people like made up a lie about her and instead yeah. it's just like, ugh, gross. Like who fucking, what's what kind of friend is that? True. Shay is very judgy. Shay is all, yeah, Shay is incredibly judgmental and slut shamey and yeah. that is definitely part of her character. So yeah. I don't, their friendship has had a lot of ups and downs and right now it's at a down. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have been all downs for me. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I fucked like 12 guys last night. Are you fucking crazy? How do you think I made these cupcakes? <laughs> Goldie begins the rally, welcoming everyone to mourn the Belgium victims. Lola nudges Saad and tells him that he'll catch more bees with honey, but you also get stung. (laughs) Way to fuck up the analogy, Lola. (laughs) Goldie welcomes Saad to express a few words, and people weirdly applaud him. Saad begins his statement saying that charity is always a noble cause. Yeah, Yeah. he's really phoning that, like, that in. (laughs) Yeah, um, you guys are very noble. Charity is good. (laughs) Which also, is this charity or is this relief? Like, Uh, aren't those different? I don't know. But political statements are complicated, and the shirt is a political statement. As he's wearing his scarf. Yep. That is a political statement, yep. as Carly yes. earlier. <laughs> he begins to get into his story, but uses the words, it's stupid to think, <sighs> to which Baz yells out, so we're all stupid? <laughs> and which, then someone else yelled out, Belgian lives matter? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> which wasn't what he was trying to say. People are dying everywhere, not just in Belgium. VJ chimes in, so Belgium doesn't matter? I thought all lives matter. Oh, that's sorry, not Carly. Sorry. That's not what he said, but. So I'm just saying the Nerd Squad is really getting back to their bullying roots in this episode. Oh, like, 100%. They just like 100%. can't help but screaming out, like, let him finish. Granted, saying it's stupid to think that, like, Sod, you just wrote this excellent A-plus speech for science class. Mm-hmm. Failing here, though. You're going to wing this? He should have started with a joke. Belgium is a country, <laughs> and they also make great waffles. That's what he should have started with, and he would have gotten the crowd on his side. And I really waffled that shirt when I threw it into that trash can. Am and I right? Saw it, huh? Am I right? No, but I did. I did think it was akin to saying like "white lives matter." Right. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saad tries to plead with the crowd that Muslims are being attacked in Belgium and there were even anti-Muslim rallies in Belgium and that's why they shouldn't be wearing the shirt. Eventually his mic gets cut and a female student says, thank God. (laughs) I missed that. Yeah. (laughs) And I loved it because quite frankly, I've been to many, many events and I wish somebody would cut the fucking mic more often. Somebody needs to be on that button. Jesus Christ. Lola tries to catch up with him, but he tells her that she was wrong. They will never understand. I wanted to point out that the students were all standing in color order. Yes. Like, they're going to take, the take the picture. They're going to take the picture. But like it, while they're standing in the audience, like the nerd squad had to go color coordinate mm-hmm. so they could stand next to each other. They sure did. But yeah, like they don't give a fuck about the Muslims getting attacked. Like he made that a very clear point. Like yeah. they're, they're having whole rallies against Muslims and they don't hear that point. All they hear is just like this. Mm-hmm. so belgium doesn't matter like he should be like so muslims don't matter right yeah well it reminded me of like the comment section on facebook where you like give a very like poignant argument mm-hmm. and then they're like oh so you said this one thing and i yes. guess you're calling me racist yeah. and it's like 
the <laughs> fuck, man? Stop centering yourself, you know? And that's my entire life is making really long posts on Facebook and someone just yep. pointing out that one little thing that was That is wrong your life, Jesse. Whatever, yeah. That's my life too, Jesse. Don't worry about <laughs> <it>. Oh, boy. <laughs> Zoe finds Rasha in the crowd and tells her that she's going to make things easy on her by letting her be with Samira. Rasha is very confused. We're breaking up? Yep, because Rasha and Samir are like star-crossed lovers separated by war. But that's not why they're not together. Samira could not say no to garlic, and she was a bad kisser. She basically shits all over (laughs) Samira to assure Zoe why she didn't want to actually be with her. Zoe is super relieved. She is the total opposite of Samira. She says sorry, and she cares about her friends. Mm, That's debatable. I mean, well, now maybe she does. Back in the day, she... She was all about Zoe, so. Yes. And And she also says sorry after she tries to, like, sexually manipulate her partner. Yes. (laughs) Rasha admits that she's falling in love with her, and Zoe admits the same. They kiss a non-garlicky kiss. Fish taco scented, though. (laughs) Probably. Uh, that's not a that's not an anti-lesbian sure got her hashtag canceled get her listen I was just making a food joke Actually, it was funny because when I was watching this episode, you know, she also talked about that Samira wore her shoes in the house and that it's like mm-hmm. dragging the street all over your couch or whatever. Yeah. So the guy that I was dating, he also wears his shoes for like a weird amount of time until I'm like, you, know, you can get comfortable. Oh, I, I personally, I don't fucking care. It doesn't bother me. Oh. I know I take my shoes off when I'm here, but I don't care. I wear my shoes. Like it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Oh, but it was just funny because I noticed it and I was like, <gasps> look at you. Oh, and no. he was like, oh. It bothers me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't, like it, don't come in my home and yeah. keep your fucking shoes on. On, especially if you're here to fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Where the fuck are you going? Well, I guess you're not going to take my man because you don't want to. So you come in this house, you take them shoes off and you take them pants off. I'll be sure if, you know, when and if we go to your new place, I'm going to take your shit off right now. Take them off right now. Oh no, there will be a shoe area. Yeah. Yeah. There will be a shoe zone. We've been watching the home edit and Marie Kondo because mm-hmm. I'm very into organization. There will be a little, there will be a place where it says shoes off. And but you will take about, your fucking shoes off. Yep. You're home. a sign person too. What? You what? Listen, so I, I said a sign person. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm friends with a lot of guys and they tend to leave the toilet seat up and it pisses me off. No. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. Not in my house. But we got a cat who liked to dip her tail in the toilet. Mm. So I finally had an excuse to tell people to put the toilet seat down. <laughs> and so I made a sign that said, please put the seat down. Kitty likes to dip. <laughs> I love it. And hung it above the toilet. Nice. And people started putting the seat down. I'm like, fuck yes. Cause I'm, I like couldn't just explain you're being an asshole leaving the seat up. So I was just like, oh, the cat will try and get in there. Oh, yeah. That, see, that's the difference. If somebody came to my house and left the seat up, I'd be like, you're going to go put that seat down what and the then fuck? you're going to realize whose fucking house you're in. <laughs> so. Thankfully, I always put the seat down anyways, but it doesn't bother me either if the seat gets left up. But Oh, no way. Have you never fallen in the toilet in the middle of the night? No, I always turn the light on. 
Although it makes me think of that. What was wasn't there like a great tweet of the guy? Was yes. Like, <laughs> well, I was gonna bring that up. The guy is like, I finally understand what my grandmother was saying all this time. I apologize to all the women in my life, and he has all these hashtags like, I folded up like a lawn chair. <laughs> <laughs> I knocked everything down on the way down. <laughs> I think I, I. What is it? I oh, I screamed. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was a great tweet. Oh, he might have the like hashtag survivors. Yeah, like, he had like so many hashtags. It was so good. Oh, it was great. But here's here's my thing on that. This is my house. Mm-hmm. If I was at your house, yeah. I would leave yeah. the toilet seat back up when I left because you find you leave things the way you found yeah. them yeah. in somebody else's fucking house. Yeah, I'm I'm not but I'm also, not denying it. I'm just saying I'm, take it's your not... shoes off and put the goddamn toilet seat down. Those are my two rules. But also, well, I put the whole cover down because I think that's nasty to like flush the toilet. Yeah, and it goes everywhere. Like they put said, the cover you should down. not flush a toilet without the to- yeah. without the toilet. Seat yeah. Down. So like it's it's a multi level issue that I was so excited I finally had a reason to a make sure everyone did it. You did it in a way. What's that, Mrs. Blossom or whatever? What's <laughs> that know. woman's name? The teacher. What's the teacher we love mrs mrs badger frizzle miss frizzle no 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 mrs. badger it, it, yes mrs oh. badger you made a sign that mrs badger would have oh, loved yeah, definitely because you were able to do god damn it I'm carly sorry. focus i'm sorry you're like what's that teacher we love miss frizzle <laughs> <laughs> wrong podcast all right guys we're on, on the last yes. scene last scene abra calls Saad to dinner telling him he steadies too hard but he's not steadying he's texting with Fadi, telling him that he should have listened to him because they will never understand hmm. he breaks down in sadness Aww. fade to black i felt so bad for Saad. i know <laughs> oh you guys felt bad yeah for Saad? yeah you, you weren't terrified oh what? no you mean like you think that he's he's gonna turn into a terrorist? I wrote down this is how people get radicalized. FYI, <laughs> oh, they get no. enti- entirely rejected by their school yeah. to support white people, and then he has got some random friend on the internet who's like, "No one will ever understand you." Oh no! Please, please. I wonder if that's the direction they would have gone in had there been a fifth season. I don't know. That would have been really rough to like show a Muslim guy like yeah that would have been really doing fucking that rough. like that would be really uh fucked up I think <laughs> I don't think they, they probably wouldn't have done it I don't know I mean like they showed like Hunter getting all rejected and like all that stuff and coming to school with a gun so they did like that but then like had the extra level of him being Muslim and there were just being a terrorist attack I don't know that seems a little too far but I, for Degrassi to go I don't know I guess maybe maybe because it's like I don't know what the writer makeup is yeah but it seems to me like that would be interesting though because I did you see that documentary about that guy who joined ISIS no it's just it's just interesting to think about like why people decide to become like Mm -hmm. radicalized right and like you know he's trying to explain his position inarticulately Mm -hmm. and everyone is misunderstanding him Mm -hmm. and making Mm -hmm. it seem like he's the the one who's not getting it Mm -hmm. and that can be very you know like that rejection and that not not having anyone who understands you that primes you to put you in a position where someone comes along and then starts understanding Mm -hmm. you and then they have nefarious intent and they're like oh you know because like that like you were saying earlier like there is no black and white Mm -hmm. right like people 
are human beings and there is good and bad in every single person. And there's mm. the potential for good and bad in every single person. And it's just by a series of circumstances and experiences and all of that stuff mm. that we do things the way that we do them, yeah. right? So I don't know. I just think it's interesting. It would be interesting to show that, but I also know that like TV's not ready for that. I didn't think about. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. I was just like, oh, yeah. so. Well, no, I I don't think he's going down that road. But I I felt for him because I just I mean I understood completely where he was the entire episode. I was just right. like I oh, agree yeah. with him. I understand him. I feel terrible that he doesn't seem to know how to communicate this, and nobody's Give nobody's besides Lola is giving him a second to explain. So like I don't know. I see him crying. I'm just like so. <laughs> I don't know. It made me very sad. Well, and that's why I think it it triggered like the radicalization, not because, you know, all Muslim men can be radicalized or any of that stuff. I mean, there's lots of white people in this country Mm. who become domestic terrorists because they feel like nobody's understanding Mm. what I'm trying to say and everyone's trying to make it about something Mm. else. And then Mm. like they get one person who's like, hey, man, I hear you. I got your back. Blah, 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 blah. So that's that's what kind of like led me Mm. to that because – it was so like we talked about like yeah. such a, a macro like right. safety and visibility and humanizing thing and mm-hmm. he's talking more on like a global scale and so yeah. I just thought it was interesting plus it seems like you know Degrassi's always looking for like the next plot so yeah. I just was like oh god I really hope he doesn't like you know become radicalized yeah on a totally different note, I was just going to point out that do their hosts ever do anything for them? We don't ever see them. Those kids know. are running that house. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, Jessica, I wrote down where are Saad's parents yeah. and where did these two children come from? Well, I yeah. think they're being hosted. They're refugees. I think they're being hosted by a family. Yeah. But like we never see the hosts and they're cooking dinner. They're getting the kids to dinner. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing everything. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Honestly, Um, maybe if he had an adult to talk to, he could articulate himself better. (laughs) It's possible. (laughs) How many many chef's kisses did you give this one, Jesse? I tend to always go four out of five. I went I three know. chef's kisses. I don't know. I only do the three chef's kisses. <laughs> oh, do I get to? You, if you want. I would say like a two. Damn. I did not enjoy this. Wow. Sorry. We really fucking <laughs> put you through it, Jen. <laughs> Listen, I made the best of a bad situation. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, I just, I felt like, I don't know. I just felt like everything. I fucking said I hate teenagers halfway through. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. so, <laughs> true. It's not for me, but I think it's great. Mm-hmm. It's not me, but it sure is you. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just really liked to see Saad's perspective. Like, I felt like that's a perspective we don't see anywhere mm-hmm. on TV, at least that I've seen. True. Like, we never hear that side of the story. Mm-hmm. So that I thought that was good. I also am still really liking seeing Lola's character develop into this, like, really compassionate understanding like yeah her so she started out as a total ditz like mm-hmm. boy crazy obsessed with fashion i mean she still is those things but in this season and oh, no this season i think maybe a little last season she really starts to like blossom and starts to like try go out of her way to understand people and be there for people mm-hmm. branches out to new friend groups so like i don't know i really like seeing her character development yeah me too 
I do think that's interesting, though, that you guys are like, oh, it's so good to see that perspective Mm. because as a person, you know, of color, like, those are things that are just kind of, like, thought of for me. Mm -hmm. So, like, there wasn't really – I wasn't like, oh, I'm glad I saw that on TV because to me it's just, like, something that's always in the back of my Mm. mind. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Well, I I mean in terms of like showing other people yeah. this yeah. perspective because you don't ever like see it. Yeah. R- right. But it is interesting to me because to me it didn't seem that revolutionary because yeah. it's something that's so front of mind. But it right. is interesting. And you guys have obviously like watched the show a lot more than I have. So yeah, it's just, it's just interesting to hear that because it's just something I didn't consider watching. Yeah. So two and a half chef's kisses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And like I, I don't know. Esme is always interesting with her weird way of manipulating her friends to keep them around, and mm-hmm. and Team I Esme. laughed at Zoe's hopelessness. Yeah. By the way, I'm a hundred percent convinced that es- Esme is a Gemini. Yeah. It might, she might be. I don't know. <laughs> Geminis are the two personalities. Yeah. Like the yeah. Ones that are- yeah. Probably. Yeah. Well. Jen, you got any uh, social media you want to plug? You well, don't have to if you don't want to. You but. can go to my Instagram, double and Jen 85. <laughs> <laughs> I just post a lot of woke shit mm-hmm. all the time. So go to my stories if you want to just hear all the woke shit. Instagram is the only platform I don't post that stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. It's all pictures of my cat. <laughs> it's at D B L N J E N N eight five. So okay. I just love it because it's super easy to post to. And like yeah. I also will post on Facebook and like do these like long rants, but yeah. that's good for like just like, you know, I got some quick thoughts and some hot memes. Okay. Interesting. If you want if you want the illest memes and uh <laughs> somebody who's not gonna talk about being a Muslim person because I don't identify that way, yeah. <laughs> come see about me. You want to know we're talking about next week sure season six episode six hashtag facts only all right we'll see this this title this time at least applied to one storyline last week was it last week that it was like what the fuck is this hashtag it has a roll up to the club like we were like what the yeah, fuck are yeah, they talking about I don't about? know what that was about <laughs> but yeah this one actually made sense we'll see if next week's makes sense well I do want you guys just to keep an eye out for the the videos the YouTube videos number 20 <laughs> through 25 oh I'm gonna video look for them t- yes please video <laughs> video 17 I wanna know like maybe this person's making like 13 reasons why in the background or something maybe, maybe. I have no idea <laughs> Maybe. Well. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And you can follow us at A Social Disease across social media platforms. Uh, Rate us five stars. Please. Please. (laughs) And give us a review. Yeah. And let me know if you never want me to come back. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack. And Carly Joe Gear. And this has been A Social Disease Podcast. Thanks for listening. 